out there that I'm uh, pretty tired. I took a melatonin last night. I haven't been sleeping very well. Like, I keep going to bed at, like, I don't know, around 4 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. Without meaning to, which is really fun. Um, so I did the uh, Jason Manzoukas test, as I, as I called it this morning. I splashed cold water in my face. And I got to tell you, it's wonderful. I feel much more awake. <laughs> He's always ragging on, like, movies for doing that. He's like, who does that in real life? I do that in real life, and it's awesome. <laughs> Well, if you really want to be woken up, you just have somebody throw a fistful of ice at your face, and well, that's that's really going to wake you up. Amanda was still asleep, um, mm-hmm. and Savannah, although she does love ice, I don't know if she could open the door mm-hmm. uh, to the to the ice maker. So, I mean, I like the idea of it, um, but can I hire you for maybe like I don't know, like a dollar a month to come to Houston and do that? For $1 a month, you can sponsor one brown guy to come and throw ice at your face to help you wake up in the morning. Oh, fantastic. You know, it's it's the gift that keeps all given. Um, <laughs> and it's worth all the money in the world, guys. Or, or $1 a month. But, there you go. <laughs> $12 a year. It's like, that's more expensive than most magazine subscriptions now. Absolutely. Hey, you know what? We should go door to door with this. <laughs> Are you selling yourself? Uh, I'll do whatever I need to do to help uh, mm-hmm. counteract that SoundCloud charge. But oh, well, uh, there you go. That's no. true. That's true. <laughs> Pay your half of it. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Do you want to just say we're we're doing it? I I guess so. I All think right. you just did. You're Brent. You're Stephen. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, uh, where we don't have a show topic today because we haven't seen each other in a while. We're just gonna talk about <laughs> random shit. Yeah, it happened whenever we weren't together. So. Oh my god, we're back again. Uh, uh, uh. Man, <laughs> good times, good times. Um, so how was your vacation? Well, uh, it was good, question mark. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we went to the Bahamas, and uh, we, we did have a mostly relaxing time, but there was some stress uh, getting to and from uh, mm. that country. <laughs> that uh, that uh, really kind of uh, put a damper on things. Um, evidently, whenever we booked through uh, Sandals, the resort we were staying at... <laughs> That's a nude um, resort, right? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I certainly turned it into one. That way, excellent. Uh, unrelated note, I'm not allowed back in the Bahamas ever Oh, again. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, I know. Well, well I kept trying okay. to show off the bat wing, but uh, no one was, uh, was digging that. <laughs> Is that like your Speedo? <laughs> uh, it's, it's when you, it's when you uh, stretch your, uh, your oh, balls wait, no, I don't need to know. I don't need to know anymore. <laughs> Um, visual accomplished <laughs> so uh anyway so we uh, we booked the the uh, flight through the sandals resort mm-hmm. and evidently whenever you do that they put you on standby oh. so as the airports explained to us don't worry you'll have seats available mm-hmm. as long as the flight isn't overbooked yeah well <laughs> we got to the airport to uh we we flew from tulsa to atlanta and then we were flying from atlanta to the bahamas mm-hmm. um when we got to Atlanta, they were like, oh, yeah, the, the flight's over, oversold. So uh, we'll see if we can get you on there. Oh, so God. that was stressful. We, we couldn't get on until, like, the very last second. Um, and we oh, had to chase the plane there? down the tarmac. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. nice. It, yeah. It was, uh, it was one of those liar-liar situations yeah. where we got the, <laughs> the stair uh, mm-hmm. lift thing, and we were flying down the runway. We kept screaming for Max. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, we we got on there, got to the Bahamas. We had a, a couple of days of, of relaxation. Uh, on the the third day, 
uh, God rested, and uh, evidently we we found out that we may not have seats to be able to to come back into the country. Uh, with that, man, if we can just make it back to the states, yeah. even if we're stuck in Atlanta, at least we're there, and we we can just hang out at the airport if mm-hmm. we need to. Um, but I, I, again, it was a lot of uh, questioning whether or not we'd be able to to get uh, on there. That's so stressful. Um, yeah. So, uh, but kind of long story short, we ended up being able to to come back mm-hmm. um that the, the stress uh of trying to figure out whether or not we would kind of ruined our last full day there but you know what we we made it back and uh now we're recording this podcast yeah. and then all is right with the world <laughs> that sucks man um i've never done standby before the idea of it like because it can be cheaper i guess so like outside of like booking it through them like you could do yeah. that and it could be cheaper or something like that um it that stresses me the fuck out uh, mm-hmm. I do not like it. Um, and uh, the fact that they would do that to you is really awful because it's kind of like, well, we'll see if our guests get here. And yeah. then whatever. Like, they don't, it just seems like they don't really care. Um, it seems like if, if you're booking a trip mm-hmm. to a resort through the resort's website, yeah. that would automatically put you on, like, oh, yeah. yes, I definitely want to go to there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Plus, like, nearly every flight I've ever taken was overbooked. They're always, like, trying yeah. to pay people not to get on. So yes. that, yeah. like, I don't know, that just, like, I know that, like, people fly standby and it works. Uh, obviously, you guys did and, you know, eventually got on. But um, most of the yeah, flights we, that I'm on are, like, fucking full or overbooked yes. for some stupid reason because they can't figure it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, yeah. Awful. We. W- I do not recommend. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know that we were flying standby until, like, the day before whenever we had to like check in with the flight mm-hmm. and uh yeah so it was super stressful so we won't be doing doing uh flights through the the resort again uh next yeah. time but uh all right whatever <laughs> <laughs> well uh you know i re-recorded our episode uh 52 right no, uh you, you did 53 i did okay that was you guys yeah uh 53 um uh, you know we recorded it at vacation we talked a lot about that but uh it was it was pretty uneventful um we did, uh, the only flight thing we had was, um, for some reason they were like, oh, your plane is being switched. And so we, um, we had booked, um, like row 18, which is the row after the exit row, the first row after first class. And so we had like, we wanted to be like really early, early on the plane. And then whenever they switched planes, they were like, oh, cool. Um, we put you in different seats. And I was like, oh, let me go check that out. The very last fucking seats on the whole plane. And I was like, no. I'm not cool with that. And uh, so then we got to switch, though, and got in the exit row. So we got all the leg room, which was nice. Uh, oh, nice. So that was cool. Uh, and then Josh and Sarah flew back with us. It was a red-eye flight, and uh, they got to sit behind us. So that was it ended up working out. But uh, um, I, don't, I just don't understand airports and airplanes and why they can't figure this shit out. It's 2018, man. Um, that should be, like, pretty simple. You go online and purchase a seat, and they keep you in that seat. And a plane should be there. If you, if you had a plane, just keep them in a safe seat. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, I don't know why yeah. this is so hard. Uh, and yeah, it's super it's, frustrating. Uh, it, it's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, we, we, can, we can figure it out in elementary school, mm-hmm. like where yeah. <laughs> your assigned seats are. Yeah, right. It feels like that's something that we learn from that point and we should just take on for the rest of our mm-hmm. lives. You know, whenever it, you, yeah. you, you book a flight and you pick your seats, that's the seat you've got, or maybe yep. the airline picks it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those are your seats. And then they're the ones uh, changing it up. Yeah. And they're always like, well, we're going to book like, 10 extra people on here. I don't know yeah. because we want to make sure everybody shows up. And it's like, no, yeah. no. If someone doesn't show up, that's your, that's your problem. It's not my problem. Don't let, don't screw it up for everybody. Just awful. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Uh, we've changed your seating. 
Uh, you're now sitting on the wing. Um, <laughs> we look, got, you've got plenty, plenty of leg room now. <laughs> Great ropes. Don't worry about it. These guys, the best knots. They barely even break. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we put more ropes on. If one breaks, it's fine. <laughs> Man, that would not be fun. No. Not no, for me. Definitely. Not for me. I want a seat no. inside the plane. I don't know. That's just old school. I don't know. <laughs> Millennials complaining again. What, are, <laughs> what am I saying? So we've got some um, listening of each other's like podcasts yeah. that we did. And it, it was a little bit strange because I would listen to you guys talk. And I know it's on Let's Talk About Stuff. So I've, I felt like I should jump in. Uh-huh. But I know I, I can't because I'm just listening to it on my phone. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was weird. There were a couple of things I wanted to to bring up oh yes please uh, principally mm. uh i too am a chips ahoy fan so i share okay. that with with amanda i couldn't remember where you were at with that my apologies yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ne- never forget never forget and it's in my brain i got oh, it there you go chips ahoy <laughs> brent chips ahoy okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um also on the uh on the subject of uh, chips ahoy versus oreo mm-hmm. josh this josh fella Sarah, are you listening? You might you might need to reconsider some things. Oh wow! So oh, wow. Um, he uh, his thought on the Oreo versus Chips Ahoy pop culture combat round. Mm-hmm. He said it was quote a flawed premise. Mm-hmm. A flawed premise? <laughs> I don't. I, how how is that a flawed premise? Just because you like one one time and one the other? It's not like we're comparing Alf and the Wu Tang Clan. Oh yeah, these are, totally. these are both like types of cookies. Of course you can compare them. It's not a flawed <laughs> premise. You could say that with anything. He's, hey, you know what, Josh? You're a flawed premise. I know you're not oh. listening to this. But, uh, yeah. Damn. I went there. How, how dare you wow. come on my show? I was pretty accepting, but you were, you were very worked up. Hey, I, I almost threw my phone in the ocean. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, shit, I'm super relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so never mind. I'm actually okay with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, I thought it was, you know, I, I, I liked his point just in fact, just for the fact that, uh, he, he's all about the love, man. You know, he's like, I don't want to choose one or the other, but, but that's the, that's the premise of the whole thing. You know, that, that is the underlying idea is that, well, fuck that. You have to, you have to choose, I guess, is, is the yeah. kind of our point. Uh, cause we've even said that before on, on different episodes of that where it's like, well, yeah, it's kind of hard to choose, but that's, if you have to choose though, if you have to, you know, go with it and what are you going to choose? Whatever. So, uh, um, right. And maybe, I don't know, he didn't talk about this. Maybe he's the kind of guy who wants to take over, you know, open the Oreo, put a Chips Ahoy in there, smash it back together. I don't know. I don't know what he's about. Um, yeah. But different different times call for different cookies, I guess. I don't know. Is that a saying? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I won't stand for it. I'm drawing the line in the sand I'm no longer standing in. Oh, um, but hey, you know what? It's nice to, to hear Sa- uh, Sarah on the podcast. Yeah, right, really cool, right? Uh, she introduced herself as me, so uh, that was cool. And oh, I, I, I like that you uh, you guys still did the sync word. <laughs> right oh, she was, she was all about she it. the full yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to allow this because uh, she needs it, you know? Mm-hmm. This is our gift to her, so. Yeah. For yeah. Being on the show. I thought about doing the same thing when I when I recorded with Ross, but uh, uh-huh. evidently I, I didn't do that, so. Real cool, Brent. Go back. Yeah. Get him back. <laughs> Ross, I need Fuck, you. I need right. you one more time. <laughs> Just to say a fucking word. <laughs> Your um, sink would be like, this is stupid. Got it. Moving on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
<laughs> no, uh, that was cool. And I wanted to quickly give a shout out to uh, my sister Chelsea has started listening to our show. Uh, oh, my, nice. my dad mentioned it around the 4th of July, which I was unable to attend in Oklahoma and shoot off things for my birthday. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, he mentioned it, and uh, apparently they put on an episode with uh, my brother Jeff and his wife and my sister. I'm not sure who else. She was like, yeah, we put on um, your 50th episode. And I was like, cool, who was, who was in the room? <laughs> who was all there? Because there's like my entire family's there, like extended yeah. everybody. And she was yeah. like, oh, it was just like us, just like me and Jeff and, and Leanne. And that was pretty much it or whatever. So I was like, okay, that's cool. But she was like, yeah, I'm really digging it. It's like, uh, it's like I, I get to hang out with you. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of the idea. And, you know, Sarah talks about it that way. And um, she's like started over uh, listening to the early episodes. And I was like, it's rough. Uh, it gets better. Uh, we, you know, we have to find our footing or whatever. So, uh, yeah. shout out to Chelsea if you're if you're listening uh, to this. Uh, but she had mentioned too that, like you were saying, like it, when you're listening to uh, the episode, she was like, "I feel like I'm having a conversation," and I try to say something, and I'm like, "This isn't a conversation I'm in. I'm just listening to a podcast. This is already recorded." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that that happens. It's cool." So yeah, that's yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. Uh, and you know what? You're right. You're right about uh, the. Uh, the podcast getting getting better. Yeah, um, yeah. it's not a it's, it's not a, a good podcast. Oh no! But I, I feel like it's okay to say that we're the best worst podcast on the internet. Listen, I would even go better than that. I mean, we are definitely the best. Let's talk about stuff. We know that for a fact. Oh sure. You know, and uh, and I think I think we're we've like graduated to at least mediocre. Hey, there we go. So feeling really good about myself today. <laughs> This is, in fact, a podcast. So there you go. You can't there take you that go. away from us. Yeah, fifty episodes under our belt. We're all pros, man. Whatever. <laughs> it can only cool. go down from here. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> this, this is the peak. <laughs> I thought we were oh, still at a upward trajectory, but no, no, we're not. Well, we're on the hump. Okay, we're at like a plateau, so it could go yeah. either way. Uh, it will go down. Yeah, oh, it, okay. <laughs> you're pretty yeah. solid on that. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Yep. Um, so, let's see here. On uh, on the episode that I recorded with Ross, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he and I had discussed our top five favorite X-Men. Yes. And um, I know that's something that you wanted to chime in mm-hmm. on as well. Yep. Um, and Amanda, too, uh, she didn't sleep very well last night, so uh, she actually was... She, I woke up, and she wasn't next to me. She was on the couch. So uh, mm-hmm. I had to kick her out for the podcast. So she won't be joining us. I was hoping she would jump on and, and give me mm-hmm. hers. But she was uh, way more excited than I expected. Um, oh, and I was wow. like, hey, where, where does this come from? Like, did you watch the 90s cartoon mm-hmm. like with your brothers? And she was like, no, I think I just, I think I watched it. And uh, her friend Allison um, used to love like Batman Beyond and uh, that kind of series right. and stuff. And I was like, maybe you watched it with Allison? And she was like, no, I think I just watched it. And I was like, okay. And she was like, and you know, for a while, I like got into comic books when I was a kid. Like she used to read Archie, but she's like, mm-hmm. I think I read some X-Men comics like back in the day. Uh, and so I, we'd never talked about this before, she and I, so mm-hmm. I was very surprised. But she uh, she wanted to extend hers to eight. She actually had eight favorite oh, wow. X-Men. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so I'll, I'll do my best to remember who they were. Uh, she had a good uh, girl guild, I'll say in there, oh, which, sure, yeah. uh, which was great. Um, well, that's that's the thing about the X Men is, mm-hmm. gender aside, like mm-hmm. there is so many good characters to choose from, and totally. it's, it's it's not surprising that there would be a number of female yeah. characters on on any person's list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and and hers was no exception. And some of those were on mine, whatever. But um, so so I'll try to remember hers because uh, there were eight uh, eventually. Uh, Nightcrawler was on there. 
Of course. Uh, which I thought was rad. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. She talked about Professor X. I remember being on the hump. That was not in her top five, but it might have been the top eight. And she was like, she felt like it was kind of a given. Um, he's, he's kind of like always in everything or whatever. Um, mm. But she just kind of liked him or whatever. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. On, on Nightcrawler, how does yeah. she like Nightcrawler? He wasn't in, in the 90s cartoon. Like he was uh, in maybe a couple of episodes. She also was... talked about the movies. Uh, she, okay. she said actually a lot of her stuff came from um, like the 90s, 2000s movies or whatever. Um, so partly that, I guess. Um, she actually okay. subbed him in later on. She was like, oh, wait, I forgot about that guy. So, uh, so that might be it. I'm not really sure. Um, I thought mm-hmm. he. I, it's, it's, I haven't seen the '90s cartoon in so long. I don't remember that. I thought he was on the cartoon. So, because I've always liked Nightcrawler, but I didn't read the comics. I don't know how I found him. So, uh, yeah. so I guess I just remembering wrong. Uh, was he on Batman Beyond? Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he played the role of, of uh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, interesting. In interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so the the girls, uh, uh, Rogue. Um, mm-hmm. which she specifically mentioned Anna Paquin. Uh, we both like uh, the Anna Paquin rogue from the movies because uh, we like her a lot. But um, the cartoon as well, that she was just cool and like sassy and everything. Um, Jean Grey, uh, she mentioned definitely that she liked a lot. She kept mentioning okay. Jean Grey Phoenix, but she was like, I think it's just Jean Grey really is what she was going for uh, that she really ended up with. Um, Storm. Of course. Uh-huh. On my list as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that was... That wasn't necessarily her top five, because I know Professor X wasn't in the top five. Uh, who else do we got? We talked about Gambit for a little bit, um, and she was like, oh, I forgot about him. I like him, too. Um, fuck. Yeah, it's, tar- it's tough. Oh, Wolverine, obviously. Yeah, Wolverine mm-hmm. was in the top five. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get her to, to wake up and maybe chime in later on and remember some of those. But uh, okay. but anyway, super interesting. She had all these different ideas about it. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, uh, which I loved. It was great. So, yeah. all right. So, I'm going to, I worked some of mine out with her yesterday, but I'm going to try to throw mine in there too. Okay. My number one is Nightcrawler. <gasps> like you. Oh my uh, God. I know. And I don't know that I have a preference for the rest of them, just like you. But Nightcrawler, uh-huh. I have okay. always loved. I love that dude. Um, actually, I talked to her. My one of my things. I don't know which which video game, but I always liked him in the video games because uh, he could bamf around. Yes. Um, and I was like, that was just always fun. And I like the word bamf. That's that's a fun word. Um, yes. So he's always been cool, and he just looks fucking rad. Um, and that opening scene in X two, holy shit! I, that, yes. Like I told you the the other week, it still holds up, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, just his skills and everything are just really cool. So definitely there. Uh, Wolverine, for sure, in my top five, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in there. Uh, I also have always loved Rogue, uh, the Anna Paquin okay. Rogue, and the one from the comics, uh, the little Southern drawl, uh, super badass flying around and everything uh, version of Rogue is always cool. Um, I think I might have said comics, but cartoon is what I meant. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, uh, Gambit, I've always liked a lot. Oh, um, yeah, you and Ross, yeah. And I thought it was interesting because I... Again, I'm not into the comics, and I don't really remember the cartoon that much. Uh, but with Gambit, um, I thought Ross's point was so cool, and this might be like uh, an open point that people just know, but I never really realized it. But when he was like, um, it was Shakespearean that he's like a womanizer, and he fell in love with the only woman he couldn't touch. I was like, holy shit, Ross! That like blew my <laughs> mind. It was so cool because uh, I've just always liked him, but I never really like. I just thought he was cool. I mean, he's he's just a fucking cool guy. He's like he's got a bow, and he's throwing cards around. I don't know. There's something cool about that. Um, yeah. Especially as a kid, you know. So definitely in there. So that's my, that's four, right? I got, mm-hmm. um, who else would I have in there? 
Uh, oh, I said Professor X. I've always I've always oh, liked boy. Professor okay. X, um, and it's mostly from the movies. I don't really remember him doing much in the cartoons ever. Uh, I mean, he's just kind of he's kind of like Zordon. He's just like hanging out in the mansion, just telling <laughs> yeah. them what to do, right? Um, yeah. But in, but in the movies, I've always I I love uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, I like um, James McAvoy a lot. Uh, so I like either version of that, but uh, definitely it's like Patrick Stewart stuff. He's just cool, and I like his powers and everything. Um, he's kind of like the level-headed dude of of all of it. So. Um, yeah, those would be my, my top five. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. That's a good list. You sounded unconvinced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out who else could be on, on Amanda's list. Oh, yeah, you know? it's, it's bothering you now. Well, give me some more characters, see if I can, like the main characters you'd think about. Uh, I mean, like, there's, there's Beast, Cyclops, nope. Iceman, she Angel. Doesn't, she doesn't like Cyclops. Uh, mm. I, I brought up, he's kind of like Captain America, but I think Captain America... Is, um, has like an actual goal, but Cyclops just always seemed like to be like the level-headed good guy for like no real reason. Um, I was super intrigued about you guys talking about that comic arc, though. That sounded really cool. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, it was so awesome. That sounds so awesome. awesome. Yeah. And the cartoons and then like the movies, especially, he's just like James Marsden's characterization of him is just kind of like straight. Like he barely even smiles or does any like any emotion at all. And I'm just like never really like he's just he's there whatever it's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean the the eye thing is neat, but um, it's not like a, his character. I don't really see much. It's kind of like uh, lukewarm. I kept calling him lukewarm. Mm-hmm. So all right, who else we got? Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, there's like Psylocke, uh, who's a no. an awesome character. Not not her. Um, yeah, there. Were, I don't think there are any more girls that I remember. I don't know. I'll have to check with well, her. Yes. Do we pause it? I can I, go I, ask I will her. have to know. <laughs> She sure. might not be asleep yet. I'll pause it. Hold on. <laughs> right. I'll come back. All right. So a, whoa, a wild Amanda appears. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, so I went to go ask you what yours were, uh, your favorite X-Men, because I couldn't remember all of them, uh, especially because we got to eight uh, eventually. Um, so go ahead. What were, your, what were your favorites? Okay. So I started with my top five, right? Mm-hmm. We had a whole conversation yesterday where I was going through... Stephen told me, and I was delighted yeah. to hear that. Okay. Not only that, but that you had a, an, a top eight, even. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was listening to the episode in the car on the way to work, and I was like, hmm, what are my favorite? And so I started going through it, and I was like, I think I've decided. And then whenever I was talking to Stephen, I was like, oh, crap, what about these You had people? a lot of alternates, yeah. I had alternates, mm-hmm. yes. That, so, that morphed into a top eight, so. Okay, so let me... Let me see if I can remember all of them. All right. Um, Jean Grey. Okay. Rogue. All right. Storm. Okay. Are these in any order? No. Okay. Um, Nightcrawler. Yes. Mystique. Oh, Mystique. Oh, okay. That's one I okay. forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. There was Wolverine. Yeah. Gambit. Okay. Professor X. Okay. So that's your eight. The- Yes. Do you know your top five out of those? That was what was so tough for you. This is what was so tough is because I was like, Professor X seems like a throwaway because he's like an obvious choice. But I'm like, everything kind of stems off of him. Mm -hmm. Like he is one of the ones that's fighting for mutant rights and like creating a safe place for everybody to go. Um, I would say like Rogue is in my top five. Wolverine. 
Mm. Nightcrawler. It's probably between Nightcrawler and Rogue for my favorite. Mm. You can just say Nightcrawler, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You can just admit it. Uh, Okay, let's see. Jean Grey. Mm. Wait, I think think that's five, right? No. That's four. Four. Oh, so you're not counting Professor X? No. Okay. I said Storm, right? I think you did. No, you hadn't yet, but I think you did yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was so, I consistent from yesterday? I think so, yeah. Uh, for what I can remember. Yeah. That, obviously, I couldn't remember because I couldn't tell anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mystique is what I kept forgetting about that you mentioned. Uh, yesterday, yeah. you were kind of waffling between Mystique and Professor X, which I thought was interesting. Oh, for my top five? Yeah. Did I say Mystique today? Not in the top yeah. five. Not. Did you did? Oh. Sorry. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> you, you said the word Mystique, but no, not, not, not for your top five. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not for my top five. Yeah. Rogue, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Storm. Jean Grey. Jean Grey, yeah. yeah. So you got like a, you got the ex-women up there, which I, I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think that that's one of the things I like about X-Men is they have so many strong female characters um, that all have really, really cool powers and mm-hmm. are kind of badass, and they're not really apologetic about being badass, so. And they look cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the draws for for comics is uh, character design and mm-hmm. X Men exceed on that. Yeah. yeah I think absolutely. that I was kind of there. The men in X Men are kind of like whiny to me. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the women kind of get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They do. Mm-hmm. And the men are just kind of like, why does like, anybody like Wolverine like Wolverine and Cyclops are like fighting over Jean Grey and yes. Jean Grey's over there like, guys, let's just fucking do shit. I'm yeah. about to go dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll destroy the cosmos yeah. while you do fight over me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, so Brett had, um, had asked how uh, you knew about Nightcrawler. I didn't realize that Nightcrawler wasn't on the cartoon, the 90s cartoon. Um, I knew, I, I think I know him mostly from the video game and then the X2, the movie. Oh my God, the video game. Oh, okay. Which you probably also played with like your brothers and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I had forgotten about that. We were talking yesterday or like about... The arc- it was like an arcade game, right? At first. Yeah, it was an arcade game. There, yeah. there was, yeah, yeah. I remember it at the arcade. Yeah. Probably I knew him from that and then from the movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they did a really good job in the movie of mm-hmm. making him really cool. Yeah. I've said, yeah, like he, he was my favorite, like like Brent, and I didn't have necessarily an order for the rest of them, um, like Brent. Mostly I was just copying Brent. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, <clears throat> I've just always liked his powers. I, I was like, the word Banff is cool, like how he, like, yeah. you know, whatever. And um, he just looks awesome. I don't know, like something about him is just like cool. Like again, character design, like he's just badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, what were you top five? Oh God, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Rewind the tape. Uh, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Rogue, Professor X. Mm-hmm. Who's my fifth? Let's change it up right here, right? Uh, oh, Gambit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gambit lost, right? yeah. And that was even yesterday when I mentioned they were like, oh, yeah, Gambit. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of like, oh, crap, I gotta throw Gambit in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had said that I thought that his favorite was Rogue. I've always liked Rogue. Yeah. I liked her in the cartoon mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, she's just an interesting character. And then, uh, uh, and I told him too, like both of us just really like Anna Paquin and yeah, her version. Yeah, like of, how she played her. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of vulnerable. 
um, and everything. Kind of interesting. And it, it's funny because like it changes like different uh, the different media because I. I don't really know that I would care for Iceman outside of the movies, but for some reason I like Iceman with Rogue, and I like their storyline through the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the movies I don't like, like when we've talked about like Days of Future Past, when he shows up again, I got so excited. I was like, Iceman's back! Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Even though I don't like that movie, you know? Um, and that he was like, uh, not even with her anymore. But, um, but it well, kind of changes. They, if they remake the movies, uh, which it sounds like will happen since mm-hmm. the... Uh, the Fox Disney merger yeah. got the go ahead from the shareholders mm-hmm. at Fox. But uh, yeah, if they do that, uh, Iceman and Rogue probably won't be together. Yeah, because that was just like a movie thing, right? Hmm. Yeah, but also it, uh, it was recently established that Iceman is gay. Oh, even so, better. Oh, yeah. man. Just love to see Iceman and that fire dude go to town. <laughs> <laughs> Pyro. Pyro, yeah. Oh, my God. It's the perfect, it's the opposite to Tract, guys. Yeah. Also, can we discuss that there was a time when Stephen did have hair, and wow. he had... <laughs> I don't know why he went there. Was this just a snipe? Nope. <laughs> he She's had, like, Adam out. <laughs> he had quite thick, curly mm-hmm. hair, yeah. mm-hmm. and one Halloween, mm-hmm. he played Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, no. oh man. Really? I grew my I hair I hope there are photos. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll have to pull them out. I did the... Uh, the beginning of uh, X-Men Wolverine when he's like fighting like I, I did like the the plaid shirt yeah. or like the, the flannel shirt um, Canadian Wilderness Wolverine yeah. if you will okay um, yeah uh, but yeah I grew I actually grew my hair out for fucking months for that so I could do the the big <laughs> flip up yeah um, and I tried I, I too late at the time I didn't have a beard yet either so too late I tried to grow that out it didn't work so we had to like kind of paint it on yeah um, but it was yeah I like that. That was a good. That was a good year. Can't do that anymore for sure. <laughs> I just feel like I had to explain that because mm-hmm. you know all of your listeners they only know. Um, what if What if I did it again though? What if logo. I grew What if I grew it out just from the sides and <laughs> and then like spiked it up over here and just like ignore that it was bald on top and like. Well, we could just paint it in. Just yeah, just like paint it yeah. in. People would be like, what version of Pennywise the Clown is this? <laughs> you know how long it would take me to grow that out now? <laughs> oh my God, that would be forever. I'd be like, I'm going to start this Halloween for next Halloween. It would be really <laughs> you know? weird too because you have grays. Oh yeah, yeah. And so the grays would be a completely different like texture. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. Man, I would turn into some weird freak. <laughs> It would not be a good look. People will just walk up to you and try to hand you pocket change. <laughs> What's amazing, too, is, like, I'm not going to style it that way the whole year. Like, I didn't style it that way when I was growing it out. I, it was really hard to style my hair because it was a lot longer than i ever done before. And that this would be so weird. It would just be, like, on the sides. Like, would I just let it hang down? It would kind of bush out a little bit. It would be kind yeah, of like a clown. I think it would bush out. Mm-hmm. I mean, interesting. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I would just scrap the whole plan, and next Halloween I'd be like, I'm going as Pennywise. Fuck it. <laughs> Pennywise with a beard. Yeah. yeah. I'm not shaving. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man. That Good is times. asking a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, that took a turn. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. Just uh, <laughs> telling everybody about my worst fears and hopes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stephen was feeling pretty good about himself earlier oh, yeah. because we established that we are, in fact, now a mediocre podcast mm-hmm. instead of just being straight up bad. We've got um, and uh, oh, so this why? is. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> We're back to being terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, was there an impetus for this? Are you just feeling real confident today, or? 
Yeah, we're, we were still super confident, so we got to <laughs> mediocre. No, I was just saying that, like, yeah, we had gotten there. Uh, I don't know how that started necessarily, but um, I was like, no, I think we've got to mediocre. And then Brent said it's I, all downhill from here, though. I, th- I think it's from having so many episodes under our belt mm-hmm. that, like, the hope is that it's gotten better. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Think, like, I think, like, auditorily it's, it, it's gotten better, mm-hmm. you know? Just, uh, just audibly uh, better microphones. Yep. But um, content, <laughs> transitions. Sometimes they're good. Yeah. We can't be bothered. <laughs> Man, that should have been the name of a podcast. We can't be bothered. <laughs> we can't be bothered. It's never too uh, late to change. Yep. There you go. Well, do you have anything else to add, X Men Wiles or other? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I do kind of want to know what Brent's shirt says. Oh. Oh, like, this is just a, a blood donation shirt. Oh, uh, okay. It says, it says I kept seeing like it. part of the, I thought it was a flame, honestly, mm-hmm. but it's a drop oh, no. of blood. Yeah, it's a, you know, drop of yellow blood. Yeah. Of course. Which does not make sense at all. Well, Brent is an alien. Mm-hmm. Oh, is your blood yellow? Yes, my blood is yellow. I come to your planet. <laughs> your planet of America. I beat the wall. <laughs> We have ladders on my planet. <laughs> I got right over. <laughs> just thought of an alien Brent like coming down and yeah. he's like just carrying a ladder underneath <laughs> one arm. For some reason, he landed in Mexico. Yeah, he's Whatever. like, God damn it! There's yeah. a wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I would imagine they would just have like telescopic legs. They could probably just like, oh, okay, you know, make themselves taller, step over it. That and scoop on the top of it. Terrifying. Well, that sounds funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I would really like to see that the wall get built just to see an alien come down with giant legs and poop on it and be like, well, see, guys, we told you. There you go. <laughs> now, Steven, don't set us up for. Okay. Okay. I take that back. Don't no wall. him. No wall. Yeah. All right. Hashtag. We're going to start that here. <laughs> no one's ever done it. Hashtag no wall. <laughs> Man, is that a first? Okay, this is um, this is unrelated to mm-hmm. the podcast, but I helped my friend move on Friday, which was ugh, mm-hmm. a little bit of a shit show. Yeah, but um, <laughs> we were like pulling out all of her stuff from her flat files, and we pulled out <laughs> her protest signs. Uh, yeah. On one sign, it said, or one side of the sign, it said, no wall, no ban, um, and then something else I can't remember. On the other side, it just said, fuck white supremacy. Mm, yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> and there were two of the same sign. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're pretty serious about this. The same friend used to uh, carry these signs in the back of her car just in case she needed a protest at a moment's notice, which I, I really applauded. So that was pretty cool. You never that know. That is awesome. Yeah. Pop-up protest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Pop-up protest. I know. Like, <laughs> Pop-up video. <laughs> Popped up my head right there. All right, cool. Well, All thank right. you for being on the show, Amanda. Bye. Yeah, thanks. That was good to have her on the show, though. It was. That was that fun. That was fun. Yeah. Man, I, I, I love finding out new things about my wife. Um that I, I oh that's my I, wife I'm, I I get so that's oh, she's shit, my wife <laughs> <laughs> no but Brandy and I were talking about something man 
semi-recently mm-hmm. that I had no idea she was into, and I got so excited about it. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, I think she, um, she seemed fairly passionate about, uh, like, Rugrats. Oh, yeah. Like, like the Nicktoons back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am not. I'm uh, purely in the, the Disney afternoon camp. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, we have filed for a divorce. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You're like, yeah. I find out new things all the time that I want to divorce her over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I was excited that uh, that she was passionate about uh, yeah. about you know those Nicktoons, and, and I was excited that Amanda was passionate about uh, X Men, and she was I able know. to come up with not just a top five but a top eight. That's exciting. I know that was super cool. Uh, I was really mm-hmm. shocked yesterday, like because it's funny, like she and I have watched X Men things together, but I never knew that she would have a top five or you know, let alone a top eight. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, her choices are uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, very solid. Yeah. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so should we move on to uh, some uh, ketchup shenanigans? Cool. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Aquaman trailer. Um, yes. I am very excited to hear your thoughts about this. Um, okay. And if you can briefly give me, I don't remember if we've talked about it before, like uh, what you think about Aquaman as like a comic character and everything. Uh, I was curious okay. of that because I don't know this outside of these movies. I have nothing to do with Aquaman. I don't know it at all. Okay. So, um, yeah. So uh, last week was the, well, I guess two weeks ago as, as of this Ooh. airing, uh, was Comic-Con International in yeah. San Diego. And that's where we got a number of trailers mm-hmm. that came out. Uh, we're going to talk about a few of them. Um, Aquaman being one of them. Mm-hmm. And so like the, the Thursday night, like preview night for SDCC, mm-hmm. um, like I, I saw on like Friday, there were pictures online of different like Aquaman, uh, like uh, toys and whatnot, mm-hmm. and there was a picture of an Aquaman action figure, mm-hmm. where Aquaman had the orange shirt, mm-hmm. much okay. like the comics and the uh, the cartoon, and I could not believe how excited I got. <laughs> awesome. I was like, "Oh shit, he's got an orange shirt." I mean, that's that's really evidently all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I watched the trailer. I, I rewatched it before we started recording today, mm-hmm. and I uh, I think the movie looks between this and the Shazam trailer. Mm-hmm. It seems like DC is trying to course correct yes. from some of their their darker fare here mm-hmm. recently, um, and I, I think this movie in particular looks a lot brighter, a lot more colorful, mm-hmm. um, thanks to James Wan and. Um, there are some fairly like comics accurate costumes in this, mm-hmm. not just Aquaman's, but, um, we've got Mera, we've got Ocean Master, who's, uh, his brother Orm, mm. uh, and we've got Black Manta, uh, mm-hmm. all yeah. of them look like they, they stepped right out of the, the comics page. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, James Wan is just like, yeah, these, these ideas and these, these character designs aren't broken. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just going to go for it. It which yeah. is kind of like the, the Marvel thing to do. Remember, Marvel has a talking raccoon. Yeah. That's a major film franchise. So, Who's one of the best I mean, characters. All, all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think this trailer um, is kind of helping me get excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little bit on the fence of, of whether or not I'm going to go see it in, in theaters, but I okay. think it's a step in the right direction for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I do think it would be awesome if the two biggest like DC movies, the most well-regarded DC movies were Wonder Woman and Aquaman, Mm -hmm, uh, two characters that up until semi-recently, most of the public didn't really, I mean, people knew who Wonder Woman was, but it it, it didn't like catch the world on fire like it did until Mm -hmm. that movie came out. Sure. 
both of us get, gave that movie a great review. Yeah, yeah. So historically, everybody knows we love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, so it, uh, in this uh, this film franchise, Aquaman is uh, played by Jason Momoa, who's mm-hmm. a Samoan actor, um, and he doesn't really look like the classic version of Aquaman. But mm-hmm. fuck it, I'm fine. He, he's like underwater Wolverine. Oh yeah, uh, okay. I think I've said that before. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks looks fun actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so many of your points I totally agree with. Uh, but again, I was glad to hear that because I didn't, I don't have a history with this character at all. So um, like seeing those people, if they're comic accurate, I, I don't know that. I'm kind of more in like the general public realm of this, uh, of like going to this and like not knowing what's happening uh, with these characters and it's all kind of being introduced. Uh, that said, I I was I'm cautiously optimistic about this. Um, I, I I watched this with uh, Josh and Sarah uh, and Amanda right before, uh, or they. I, I was, Sarah and I really were watching a lot of these trailers we're going to talk about, and then uh, the others kind of came in and watched a little bit of them too right before we recorded our po- uh, last podcast. But uh, but anyway, I was it looked okay. It looked some parts looked good. Um, I I love the idea that they are course correcting and that they are going just like really just like for fun and like comic accurate. Like um, special effects are better now, but it's almost kind of like they're going like a goofier route. And uh, I didn't even like connect that like you did to Marvel kind of sticking to their um, comic accurate uh, looks for the most part and everything but um, and like mm-hmm. the brighter aspect and stuff but I really feel like DC is even going even a little bit further um, that this movie like I kept seeing this movie being regarded online as like like look at his like look at the goofiness in this movie like they're they joke a lot more and stuff and I didn't even connect it as like the opposite of Marvel more just like they're just doing their own thing and it's better yeah. for it instead of trying to be the opposite of Marvel they're just like well let's just give our characters the breathing room that they have. And mm-hmm. they got a great director in James Wan. And I, I love his choices and stuff with this. Um, some of the effects I thought were still kind of shoddy. And I wonder if they'll kind of fix those a little bit for the movie. Yeah. Um, Cause there's a lot going on. Uh, one in particular that I liked is I heard that he was coming up or his team came up with like a cool way to kind of shoot underwater or make it look underwater. And I thought that was really cool. Um, like there's not much to it, but it just looks kind of, interesting and flowy how they kind of like everybody's like basically flying around since they're underwater um that's kind of an interesting concept um and some of it just seems so goofy like people riding sharks and like other shit like i don't know seahorses i can't remember i i I meant to watch this right before the show too but i forgot but it's just kind of goofy but it's it's fun it looked like it looked interesting um whereas most of the other dc films so far have just been like really lackluster and their trailers and their actual execution so um Mm -hmm. yeah it, it surprised me i'm still not sold on it like you but um, it, it did a little bit more and then also I wanted to say I'll mention it later uh, when we talk about stuff we've been watching but I watched this movie The Bad Batch and Jason Momoa is in that and it was really the first thing that I had seen him in because I don't watch Game of Thrones and just hadn't seen his other movies or whatever um, and that kind of sold it a little bit for me um, I watched that like the week that this came out like right before that and so I was like alright I kind of dig him now a little bit I can kind of get behind that so uh, before that I was like I don't know what I think about this guy at all so that kind of helped um, yeah so yeah, we'll, we'll see how it turns out, but um, I like the I like the course correction. It seems like it's working a little bit with these two movies. So yeah, yeah, yeah DC doesn't need to focus on being so dark all the time yeah. with every character. Like yeah. there's certain characters it works with Batman, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> they they've got the the one franchise, and they're like every franchise should be like oh, this. dark. Like, mm, yeah, no, not so much. Mm, no. Yeah. Um, but the, the next entry on, uh, on the trailer list is Shazam. So Shazam. Um, do you have any 
familiarity with this character. No. Okay. Um, I wanted to say I knew uh, I liked the show Chuck, and so I was okay. uh, glad about uh, Zachary. Is it Levi? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Zachary Levi. Uh, I was excited about that. I had no clue going into this trailer what this was about, and when it happened, I was like, "This is fun!" <laughs> right? Like the idea of it, I thought was so yeah. cool. So, yeah, yes. I'm all about it now. Yes, yeah. Um, I know there were some shots online of him in the costume, and he's in like clearly a, a muscle suit in those, mm-hmm. those still photos. But I think it looks a little bit better um, in the yeah. trailer, um, where he's, he's kind of overly buff and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it still looks a little bit strange, but whatever it, it'll probably look better like yeah. watching it uh, in the movie itself uh, but yeah shazam is um w- one of my probably one of my favorite dc characters mm, interesting. um and i okay let me <laughs> let me correct myself here so uh, when i say shazam i i mean the the concept of of shazam so in the in the comics his name was captain marvel back oh in the yeah day. Uh, he was uh, a character published by Charlton Comics, um, mm-hmm. and he was such a rival to DC Comics Superman mm. that he actually um, beat Superman in popularity there for mm. a little while. DC got pissed, and they <laughs> tried to they they sued Charlton Comics mm. for that. Eventually, DC bought all the Charlton characters, mm-hmm. and um, Captain Marvel came over to DC Comics, became a DC Comics character. But in that process, they let the trademark lapse, so they couldn't publish oh. the comic under Captain Marvel anymore since Marvel snapped it up. Marvel oh, Comics interesting. That, that name up. Yeah, so okay. uh, we will actually have two Captain Marvels in uh, yeah. cinemas, uh, I, I guess, next year. Yeah. I can't remember when this movie's supposed to come out. I guess yeah, it's next either. year sometime, right? Yeah. It's got to be, yeah. Yeah, eventually it'll come out. On yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so... For all t- intents and purposes, um, whenever they publish this this character's comic, they always call it Shazam, and that's what mm. most people think his his name is Shazam. And I'm going to assume that that's probably what they're going to call him in mm. in this film, yeah. especially since the, people are going to know who Captain Marvel is with the MCU at sure. this point. So um, yeah, it's too confusing. I, I, yeah, I know it's a lot to run through, but uh, I had to clear my conscience uh, <laughs> in case Ross is listening. I don't want any bad text from him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the general idea of Billy Batson being a, a kid and mm-hmm. coming, coming into these powers and yeah, still acting very much like a, a child. I think that's a really fun dynamic to see on screen. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It's like big, um, but with yes. superheroes and I was like, yeah. I had no clue. So I kept seeing, uh, set photos of him in that costume and I was like, what the fuck is this movie going to be? Like, it's so weird. Like, this doesn't look good. Uh, I don't understand. And not knowing anything about the character. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, I'm totally down for this. Like, yeah. Zachary Levi is funny and charming. And I've always liked him since Chuck. And uh, and I love all the success he could ever get. So uh, seeing him in this and, like, being able to, like, play a, a kid, like a, a 13-year-old or whatever, in, like, an adult's body, I was like, this sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. And I was totally down for it. So I actually got very excited watching this trailer. I thought it was really fun. Uh, yeah. and interesting and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'm totally down for it now. Yeah, and it seems like it's set firmly in the world of the DCEU because mm-hmm. we see a Batarang, we see a, a newspaper mm-hmm. with uh, Superman in the headlines. So um, this would be a good um, dynamic character to add to mm-hmm. to that franchise, I think. Yeah, um, it's cool. Yeah. I'm down for it. Again, it's funny, Like the, almost in my head I was thinking about, uh, for a second, if I liked the DCEU, 
and the the main arc of the movies. This could be like the Ant Man of that series, you know. Like it could be oh, like yeah. I don't see, I don't know if he ever like uh, Shazam or, or Captain Marvel. I don't know the comics if he like joins Justice League or whatever. If that would ever be an idea for the movies, but it seems yeah. like no, they'll probably keep this. Like they'll be in the same world, but they'll keep this guy separate. Um, but it it's funny for the DCU since it's so crap. I'm like, this is finally the movie that I'm like excited about. Right. Uh, weirdly, a character I've never heard of, don't know anything about. You know, like <laughs> the one-off yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, and this looked better to me than Aquaman. Um, I thought it was a good pairing of trailers that they released at Comic Con and everything, though. That they yeah. uh, together they seem like like we were saying the good uh, departure from what the DCU has been doing. But uh, I was t- yeah, I was like really surprised. So that's that's a lot of my excitement so far. Was just, I was so shocked that i liked it <laughs> the trailer so i was like i'm totally down so we'll see what it, when we get more info about it and i don't know if i would necessarily run out to theaters for it but um it's the first dcu movie i'm really like pumped for i guess so yeah yeah, yeah. well except for suicide squad oh i forgot about that anyway yeah. fuck that movie um remember that time you got the word squad spelled on the inside of your forearm I feel sorry for those poor actors. They all oh, went God. and got uh, squad tattoos. That's like so sad. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry you did that. Yeah. Um, and I wrote on here too because I was listening to your episode with Ross, and uh, I was listening to it, and you guys kept talking about these like to me like comic like deep cuts that I had no clue who these people were. And I knew I'd seen like the Instagram post you had made um, with some of the characters, um, like the, the gorilla guy. Um, oh yeah, Cygor from Cygor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I looked, but I kept looking him up. When I was listening to it. Um, all these different people, and then you mentioned Malibu Comics Prime that you had been mm-hmm. into, and so I looked that guy up, and I was like, wait a second, this is the exact same thing as, as Shazam that I just watched that trailer for. So uh, I wanted to see what you what you had to say about that. I thought it was interesting. Well, um, this <laughs> this would be Prime. Yeah. And then this this is Shazam. Yeah, it's great for an audio medium here, but uh, I do have uh, both both comics here at the ready. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I I haven't read Prime in my God since like the '90s when it was first coming out, mm. but um, I do have a collection of the first I think it's like four issues of the uh-huh. series that uh, I'm planning to go back and reread. I don't remember it being good. Uh, looking <laughs> looking at the uh, the art and stuff, it's very of its time, very very '90s. Um, yeah. Yeah, very 90s. Um, but um, yeah, whenever he would transform, I can't remember. I don't think he said anything. I think he just like was surrounded by this like gelatinous goo that mm. transformed into this big like hulking mm. man character called Prime. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's very much like a straight up ripoff of, yeah. <laughs> of the Shazam concept. Yeah, that's funny. I was just like, I had never heard of that. And you were like, yeah, I got really into this while you guys were getting into Spawn. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got to check this out. And then it's like, wait a second. This is a straight up, just like that other movie. Yeah, I just saw the trailer <laughs> yeah. for it. So but that was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's all right. So you're going to, you haven't reread this yet, but you're, you're thinking about it. I, I'm planning to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just to, uh, to get myself pumped for uh, a better version coming yeah. to cinema soon. <laughs> there you go. Right on. <laughs> Fair enough, man. All right. Well, we had another trailer for uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Hell, yes, we did. Uh, I had not watched this trailer uh, before you put it on the list. Um, Uh I had seen some, they put like adverts on um, like Instagram or something like that. I saw like a square, quick version of it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, I was impressed. Uh, Okay, yes. So was I. (laughs) The uh, first off, the trailer music that they put in there, um, it's like, it's like, 
a juxtaposition. It's like a song you wouldn't expect. I, I don't remember what it was right now. It's like opera or uh, something to that effect. Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of like different. It wasn't like bombastic. It was like kind of like, oh, no, these are like gods, like monster gods, kind of mm-hmm. like to reclaim the earth. And I was totally about it, man. I thought this looked fucking rad. So Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem with the, the first Godzilla movie as part of this reboot um, it was the Gareth Edwards. Mm-hmm. He it was his version, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that directed that. So, um, was that you'd get a a <laughs> you'd catch like a little snippet of Godzilla mm-hmm. here and there. Like I don't know if they just had like a fourteen dollar budget. Gareth But man, we didn't get to see like Godzilla very much in that movie until like the very end of it, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, Real quick, uh, a lot of people overseas commenting about how uh, the American version of Godzilla is fat. Hey, yeah, we're fat over here. Leave us alone. <laughs> That's hilarious. We, we like monsters to be fucking fat, too. <laughs> Step off. <laughs> so, um, man, I was so excited to see how many monsters were in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so many special effects, but they were all done so well. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, actually, when it first started, and it's, uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, Eleven from Millie Stranger Bobby Things. Brown. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, smoke or, like, dust or whatever that, like, fills the air whenever she's on that rooftop and then she runs away, I was like, man, these effects look terrible. For some reason, like, that effect looked really bad, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be bad. And the rest of the trailer looks gorgeous. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I thought it just looked so, so fake. Um, like clearly fake to me but uh the rest of it looked good so maybe that's just my eyes or maybe they'll fix that or whatever but yeah the rest of the effects looked looks solid the uh, monster designs look killer like the whole premise of it looks pretty rad um so many good people in this movie like vera formiga and um i don't know other people that are in it whoever um <laughs> uh, but yeah people just kept popping up in the trailer and i was like oh that's cool that's cool that's cool um, but yeah, it really, really shocked me. I, I didn't expect much. I, I liked the first Godzilla more than most. Um, I didn't really mind that you, you didn't really see him. Um, and then I loved Kong Skull, Skull Island, um, mm-hmm. so much. And, uh, so I'm totally down with this whole series. I, I haven't watched Godzilla again since it came out though. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what I think about it again, but. Yeah, same here. Uh, I know Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are in it. Um, a depowered version and then Mm -hmm. they uh they enter the mcu from there um so they are connected is what you're saying it's all connected yeah it's all guys whatever (laughs) it's all part of the same continuity and then then diesel drives off the building we all know what happens (laughs) got it (laughs) uh real quick you could be describing any fast and furious movie (laughs) (laughs) for diesel driving off of i was i was Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm very much looking forward to this movie. I know this is the next movie in line before we get to Godzilla versus Kong mm. or Kong versus Godzilla, whatever it's going yeah, to be yeah. titled. Uh, and man, I am so excited to see that movie because yeah, yeah both, um, I mean, this movie looks great. Um, mm. I did, I did like the parts of, uh, the, the first movie that had Godzilla in it. Yep, um, sure. so I, I just want to see those two character designs. Mm-hmm. come smashing together you know yeah it almost seems like i'm curious how they'll end up doing that kong versus uh, godzilla because this seems like so much more of a battle for him mm-hmm. uh than like little old kong uh so it'll be interesting yeah. to see when they actually meet up and everything but uh, but i'm down for the series i like 
Some people I've heard, like uh, uh, my brother Danny, uh, didn't really care for for Kong very much. Um, hmm. He likes the the King Kong version from Peter Jackson, which I I liked as well. I haven't seen it in a long time though. Um, and uh, but I was like I I I didn't grow up watching the like original like 1939 Kong um, or the, there's like a 70s version, but. Um, I've liked the modern incarnations of him, um, and I really dug Kong Skull Island. Though I thought it was cool, like seventies Vietnam looking. It was it was just rad. Um, I thought it was really yeah. cool. So um, yeah, this series so far, like I'm I'm really down for. It, even though if most people really aren't, um, I've heard kind of bad things about both of those movies uh, in the past of this. But this one looks really cool. I'd, have you looked online to see like the response to this? I haven't yet. No, trailer. no, because it, it came out when I like started my vacation, so um, cool. I, I didn't really look into to all of that stuff, but yeah. uh, tell you what, it looks good to me. Yep, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, do you have any more to say about that? Uh, no, no, we can move on to the next one. Cool, so Glass, mm-hmm. uh, the, the new trailer for the third movie in the Unbreakable trilogy. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had this one last night, uh, and I, I assume you've watched it. I did. I I hadn't watched it until you edited it on oh, there okay, cool. because I I just like so much stuff came out. I I, I couldn't keep track. Um, but uh, you're gonna put Sam Jackson in a movie. Mm-hmm. I will be there. Yeah, absolutely right. So <laughs> it's I, pretty hard not to. Uh, I remember liking Unbreakable. I have not seen Split, but oh, uh, okay. I, I I had heard that they were connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my God, this trailer, honestly, is probably my favorite of the bunch that we I just know, talked it about. Is. It is. Yes. It looks so good. It looks so good. Yeah. I am fucking pumped for this movie. I thought this trailer was so well done. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. I would watch it over and over again, just waiting for the movie to come out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was delighted to see that Sarah Paulson is in this. I know. I, like I love her, her. As an actress a lot, mm-hmm. man. She is, she's good in everything. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I kind of didn't understand how it's going to be like i get that sam jackson is in it and he plays a character called mr glass but mm-hmm. i wasn't sure how they would focus on him sure as this one and i'm, I'm still not quite sure yeah and it you. may just be like in title only i was but wondering yeah, yeah it, it, it does seem very much like a uh an avengering uh an avengersing of uh uh-huh. of this franchise even though like two of the three characters have already appeared together yeah yeah, yeah. But it's cool. It's kind of a different yeah. way to, to show that. Um, I love Unbreakable. I've, I've watched the movie a lot of times over the years. Um, and I've always... I, it's funny because like, In Night Shyamalan had, had gotten such a bad rap for a while. Um, but mm-hmm. I would always point people to this movie. And like a lot of people that I talked to, at least, had never seen Unbreakable. Or had, they hadn't seen it since it came out. Or they didn't really care for it or whatever. And I would always tell people over all the years, like, watch it as a comic book movie. And it's fucking rad. Like, going mm-hmm. into that, knowing what it is... I think it kind of helps, and um, and it's just like cool and different than most other comic book movies, like more like really grounded in in reality, yes, um, yeah. and everything. And then Split came out, and I heard that there was like a twist, and I thought it might be related. And mm-hmm. then there's there's a twist that you get like at the end, but it's I like it's like a Shaman twist, but it's also like now it's just kind of out there, like they are related, and yeah. we can move on, which is nice, and not have it be like a secret that no one can talk about. Um, and then, uh, but it was really good. Split was a really good movie. And uh, and then with this one, though, I was like, I don't know, the way the trailer was shot, but like bringing them all together and everything like that, mm-hmm. just all of it, just like, it seemed like M. Night kind of at the top of his game uh, back there again, which is great. Yeah. And uh, and I'm down for it. I thought this trailer was so well done. And Sarah Paulson, like you said, Amanda and I love her. 
Um, she was in um, Ocean's 8 recently and uh, was so good in that. And uh, But she's just been showing up a lot, and she's really funny and cool, like, in person. Um, yeah. Not that I've met her on, like, interviews or whatever. <laughs> um, so I like her as a person, but then as an actress, she's just really fun. So when she showed up, I had no idea she was in this. And I was like, oh, I'm totally down, so... Yes, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to this. I, I definitely want to go back and rewatch Unbreakable mm-hmm. and then watch Split. Um, I've heard that that movie is polarizing, but I'm I'm mm. glad to hear that you said you liked. Oh, it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I I got giddy like a fucking little schoolgirl when the twist happens, uh, and Amanda was like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "Ah!" In the theater, <laughs> I was flipping out. So is it? It's at the very end of the movie. Yeah, it's it's more of like a, a, a it's almost like a tag at the end. Like I don't even know. It's okay. like part of the plot. It's just kind of like. Hey, these are related or whatever, and it's like that's cool. It's like it's it's not even like I, I feel like I'm spoiling it or ruining it. Like it's kind of known mm-hmm. that they're related now, but it's like you don't know it until the end, like a like an M Night Shyamalan twist, you know? It, so. Is it is it in the movie itself or is it a like a post credits thing? I honestly can't remember. I don't think it's post credits. It might be like basically like post movie. Like there's mm-hmm. like a little like tag at the end right before the credits, or like maybe like a few credits go through like a mid credit scene. I can't remember. I've only seen it the once in theaters. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just like a little scene or whatever uh, to be like, hey, these are like the same world. And you're like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And that's, and you kind of move on. And then now it's just like Split is part of that universe. And obviously we're going to have Glass and they're all together. So you kind of know it. So, yeah. But, is, uh, is, is that character's name Split? Or is that just No. The... And that's the thing. Yeah. I don't remember his, his name in there because it's about Split's personality. So he has lots of names. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so it's just the idea of it. Um, so, yeah, even that with like Unbreakable is kind of like just the idea of that movie um split is kind of the idea of that and then glass is the only one really like named after anybody at all so i mm-hmm. i do think it'll just be kind of a name only that they wanted to kind of give it to the third character the the three of them that are involved yeah um but then yeah seeing them all together in that room and they're all kind of like locked up and she's like i'm investigating like why people have psychoses and think they're superheroes and i was like oh my god this is so cool <laughs> like what a cool concept of a superhero yeah. movie you know especially in this day and age of Marvel and all yes. these different superhero movies. What a cool way to like subvert that and, you know, think about it a different way. So yeah. And unbreakable came out in like 2000, right? Yeah, a long so time ago. It, yeah. It technically would have been one of the, the first of the mm-hmm. like modern version sure. of, of the superhero genre. Yeah. 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 Early on, but yeah, still holds up. I, I, I watched it like a year or two ago, I think. Um, I think I watched it right before split came out. So whatever that was, um, and uh, not even I, not even realizing they would really be related, but I, I had a feeling basically. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and so I was like, yeah, I watched it again like a year or two ago, and it still holds up. So that's awesome. Yeah, super that's cool good to hear. Well, um, let's move on to some more some more news here that uh, yeah. that came out recently. So um, do you want to take this next one? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Slash Film had reported the other day that uh, Andy Serkis is Mowgli movie was dropped by wb from theatrical distribution and will just come on netflix one day um (laughs) which blows my fucking mind to be honest yeah um i i knew so i told amanda a little bit about this for for some history for people um andy circus had this idea for like a mocap version of the jungle book years ago and john favreau's disney version was coming out um and they're supposed to come out like the same time i was looking this up the other day and mowgli got pushed back to uh i think it was like 2016 i guess when that when john favers came out it got pushed back to 2018 mowgli did and then it got pushed back to 2019 and then all of a sudden wb just dropped it but i was like this is like like a 200 million dollar movie like i don't know the actual (laughs) this is like a huge fucking expensive movie 
And the fact that it's being brought on Netflix makes me think that it's going to be like the uh, Cloverfield Paradox and these other films that keep being dropped by other companies, basically because they're either shit films or they're not going to make any money or both. Yeah. Um, and I'm, so I'm, now I'm wondering, like, is this movie not even any good? And that's why Netflix is going to put it out? Well, and we had talked about this a little while back when the, yeah. the trailer first came out, I think the special effects mm-hmm. or the, the CGI characters in this are very lackluster looking. Yes. And yeah. I was extremely disappointed because Andy Serkis is like, he's, he's performed so many times as CGI characters and, yeah. and most of the time they, they look great. I'm sure the Lord of the Rings movies probably look a little bit dated with, mm. uh, with Gollum. But um, I mean, for the most part, like the, the performances there, I remember being like wildly disappointed at uh, (laughs) the performance level of the the characters. I don't know if maybe it was just like early renderings or or what was going on. I chalked it um, up to that, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) when I saw this on the list here, I was like, Oh boy, (laughs) this this, this may not be a good movie. Yeah. No, it really shocked me when I saw that. I was like, Holy fuck, that's bad news. Um, that's like a huge movie being dropped by a big studio and just being put out on a streaming service like oof mm-hmm. oof that's bad and it's bad news for Andy Serkis as well like I think he'll bounce back um, he's got a lot of you know a lot of fans in the industry uh, working with Peter Jackson and everything mm-hmm. and uh, I think yeah. he'll do more but I think that they're going to take a step back from him doing his own thing with mocap and like trying to push that medium a little bit more now uh, with this and uh, it just sucks like I haven't seen the Jungle Book um, but I heard like the effects in it are really good and so uh, it's kind of hard to compete on that front. And just, like, making two competing properties is always, like, a bad move, I think. Like, they're always going to be, be compared. And now that this one is being just dropped unceremoniously on, on a streaming service, it just sounds really like, oof, that's a, that sucks. <laughs> like, Warner Brothers still had to, like, pay for it, right? That's, yeah. Are, I don't know are, how that deal went through. But, yeah, they did initially. Yeah. So So maybe even if Netflix bought it from them, at a cheaper price, maybe mm-hmm. it's them recouping more money than they would have yeah. made at, at the box office. Maybe, yeah. And Netflix yeah. is like, whatever, that's cool. Like, we'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to imagine people are losing money somewhere in there. And then also, I, I did still think that the uh, effects just weren't finished. But would they be now? <laughs> are they going to get any better? You know, who knows? So Yeah. So uh, also announced at SDCC, uh, Nicole Maines has been cast as the first trans, uh, transgender superhero on Supergirl yes. for the next season, which is awesome. Super cool news. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh I see oh, what you did there. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> so she is uh, playing a character that is um, from the Legion of Superheroes, which is admittedly a blind spot for me. Mm, okay. um, I'm not uh, super familiar with that whole cast of characters because there are hundreds of oh, characters. Okay. Uh, in that that uh, franchise, but um, yeah, I mean, regardless of that, um, I I think it's you know certainly time for transgendered people to be represented mm-hmm. um, in not just like TVs and film, but also in in the superhero world yeah. as well. So Supergirl has um, since its start has been a fairly progressive show. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got um, a few gay characters on that show as well. Cool, and that's kind of expanded out to. Uh, the other CW superhero shows as well, but um, Supergirl is kind of the um, the the um, entryway for mm-hmm. a lot of these different uh, types of um, LGBTQ um, type of characters. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get this to expand further and further into the other CW shows, and then 
further into uh, media from that point. Yeah, absolutely. No, super cool news. Um, I keep saying that. I, I'm not even meaning to. Uh, I, I had never heard of Nicole Maines, and I looked her up after this, and um, she's been uh, transgender basically since she was a, a little kid. Um, she's a, uh, an identical twin with her brother and like from three years old, she pretty much knew that she was supposed to be a girl and had been dressing that way for a long time. And then got, uh, as far as I remember, she got, uh, gender reassignment surgery at some point in her teenage years, maybe. Um, but, uh, she's super pretty and, um, she was, they were on some show where they did a, a book, I guess, about their transition as like a family and how to, how they coped with that and everything, which was cool. Um, but yeah, this news kind of uh, came out of nowhere. I, I didn't know anything about it. I don't watch Supergirl or whatever, and I uh, hadn't heard of Nicole Maines before that. But um, I mean, it's, it's just cool cool casting, cool news uh, that they're oh. being so progressive. I should say that when I first read the article, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I read it as Natalie Maines. I was oh. thinking it was one of the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> I was like, what did I know that name from? <laughs> You're like, I didn't know she was transgender. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that's funny. But, um, but yeah, so uh, so I think that's awesome. So mm-hmm. um, Supergirl is one of the uh, the CW shows that I, I continue to watch okay. along with uh, The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started watching Black Lightning as well. That one's pretty good. So cool. um, yeah, uh, hopefully everything works out and she's... Uh, she gets uh, like a, a starring role later on in whatever she wants to yeah, do. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, so I see that you've watched some stuff uh-huh. since uh-huh. Uh, since last we've spoken. Yep. Do you want to uh, delve into that? Yeah, and I was going to say, um, as usual, I'm going to try not to spend a whole lot of time on each of these and just kind of mm-hmm. talk about my general thoughts and recommendations, but uh, we'll see, see in an hour uh, or so how this goes. So um, <laughs> the first one I mentioned earlier that I watched was The Bad Batch. Uh, which is uh, Netflix, I think it's a Netflix movie, uh, one of the ones they did put out, but um, I actually liked this one, um, okay. but it's, it's definitely on Netflix, you can watch it. I had, I had it on my list for a long time, I, I knew it was like, it's like a post-apocalyptic cannibal movie, sort of, and didn't really know what to expect from it, I hadn't really heard much, and that I liked going into it that way, um, so if you want to, uh, to go into it that way, I would suggest stopping it here and just going to watch it, I guess, but um, I did tell Sarah and Amanda on vacation about it, because that's where I watched it. Because uh, I knew that they would never watch it, and it's not really for everybody. It's a very weird movie. Um, it has a lot of surprising people in it that I didn't know were in it. Um, and oh, I, really? I didn't. I don't even want to really like ruin that. Like, you can go look at the cast list, but there was a lot of like big name cameos. Not even like they play big roles. Uh, but Jason Momoa is like the main one. Um, he is uh, a cannibal in the movie, um, and essentially it starts uh, with this uh, girl who gets released. Um, into like a fenced area and on the fence there's a sign and it says you are now leaving like the United States this is no longer recognized by the laws um, governing the United States and essentially it is a compound like this huge area like land area in Texas um, and like the the heat of Texas where people that are like the bad batch as they're called um, bad people in society just get put there and they're like fine you're not in our society anymore and you get to live your days out here and there's like no laws, and so that like cannibals roam the land, and there's like a town um, that someone has like started there, sort of to like try to get people to have like an economy, sort of. Um, and it just follows this this girl as she kind of traverses this land, and uh, it's super fucking weird. It has a cool soundtrack that um, I've I've gotten some songs on Spotify since then that I really dig. But um, I really liked it. It's it's weird, but I liked it. Um, the director I found out is female and. She is Iranian, and she had directed a movie that I've always heard about I haven't seen for a few years now called um, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. 
And as far as I know about it, it's like a vampire movie, and it might even be black and white. Um, but I saw a review of that, and someone called her the new female Tarantino. And oh, wow. I could see that from The Bad Batch. It's just like, not that she's like mimicking him, but just like really violent and dark, but funny with a good soundtrack kind of thing. Okay, and um, yeah. and it, was, it was interesting. Like, uh, I don't know that I'll watch The Bad Batch ever again. But I'm glad that I experienced it. Um, I, at the end of the day, I was like, I, I was telling Amanda and Sarah about it, and they were like, that sounds fucking weird. And I told them like every, uh, every plot point because it was just so bizarre. And I was like, but I liked it. You know, like, I, I don't know. I liked it. It's really weird. Um, but it's cool. It's like a cannibal, cannibal movie and just like about people trying to make it in this like weird society. So That's awesome. Yeah, I cool. definitely check that out. And Momoa's in it. This yeah. is a, a precursor to Aquaman, right? Yeah, so it's um, this is the movie that I was like, he's not even in like a, a whole lot, I would say. Um, and it's kind of like a, a quiet movie. Like it's a lot of like, it's like ethereal, like things just kind of happen and just kind of like otherworldly. It's um, a lot of like silence. It's not, not like, there's dialogue, but it's not like dialogue heavy or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's a cool movie to pick up randomly. If you're ever feeling like it, um, I would recommend it. So it's weird. Um, <laughs> um, and then the next movie I watched, um, totally opposite of any kind of incarnation of that movie you would ever expect is the big chill. Um, have you ever seen this or have you heard of this movie? I feel like I'd always heard of this, but never knew about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. Uh, okay. I've heard, I've heard the title. Yeah. I don't really know what the, the movie's about. So I like a lot of movies that are, um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work through my life, you know, trying to figure things out like a lot of people are right now. I'm trying to figure out my career path and just, like, what am I here for? What do I want to do? Uh, what's my purpose? And, uh, and I also, like, I'm big into nostalgia, and I like movies uh, about, like, groups of friends kind of getting back together again, which I, I knew kind of this one was. I didn't know much about it. Uh, literally all I knew about The Big Chill was it's called The Big Chill. It's from the 80s, and there's a dancing right. scene where all the friends, like, get together and dance in a kitchen. Um, <laughs> and that's literally all I knew about it. And it show, I have Showtime right now because of Twin Peaks when I was watching that. And it showed up on there and I was like, you know what? I like to just randomly put movies on that I've, I've kind of heard about but never put on before. So I tried it and um, a, a brief synopsis of it. It's, uh, it's like a, a dramedy, I would say. But a brief synopsis is um, it's a group of friends that were like college roommates. And one of them kills himself uh, when they're adults. And so it's them all getting oh, together. Super fun movie. Family film. They all get together at his funeral and then end up like staying the weekend together at the same house and kind of like reliving the glory days, but also like reminiscing about their friend and like how did they let him go and like where are they standing in their lives that kind of makes them re-examine their lives and everything. Uh, but I also put this on when I saw it, um, I, I put it on Showtime and I was like, oh, this is directed by Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, oh, wow. Larry Kasdan, uh, he wrote this with a, 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 a female writing partner, so you get both voices in there, which is cool because it's a mixed group, obviously, of friends. Um, and then he directed it, but um, this came out in like 80, 82 or 83, so this is like right amongst him writing like Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, and then he made this kind of like personal smaller movie uh, amongst that. So it's really cool. It has a great cast, um, Kevin Klein. Um, Jeff Goldblum is very Jeff Goldblum in it, but it's like early on, so he's super young. Um, mm-hmm. The mom from Poltergeist, uh, Jo Beth Williams, who I had never oh, seen wow. in anything except Poltergeist, um, and I liked her a lot. Um, uh, there's more people I can't remember right now. There's so many people in it. Um, the whole group is basically made up of like pretty famous people, uh, but I liked it. It's it's obviously like a, a tough subject matter, but something about this movie really struck a chord with me, and I watched it three more times on vacation. 
Um, I've probably seen it five or six times total now. Uh, <laughs> I just keep putting it on. Uh, That's crazy. There's something about it that like it, it's fitting my my what I'm going through right now. It's just like a good movie to put on, and it's mm. it's easy and light. Uh, even though it sounds dark, like there's just it's just kind of one of those movies. Like I like to watch movies with like a a, a group of people that really seem like friends. Like these people have a good chemistry, and they really seem like they were friends and met up again like ten years later. And mm. um, something about it just struck a chord. So I highly recommend it. Um, Totally, you know, maybe outside the, the realm of what a lot of our listeners would pick up randomly like I did. But um, if you if you have a chance, I would watch it. It's cool. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I assume they open up some type of snow cone stand as well, which is where the movie yeah. gets its name. Oh, absolutely. That's. I didn't want to spoil it. But yeah, now that you said it, it is called The Big Chill. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's funny. Like, they don't, I like movies when they do mention the title or whatever. Um, and this was not one of those. They don't call it The Big Chill or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. that really has nothing to do with that, but, uh, I like the idea of the Stoke machine. That's good. Um, and then, uh, and then the camera pans back and the, <laughs> the guy who's operating the snow cone machine is Bruce Willis from unbreakable. <laughs> and it's all connected, all connected guys. <laughs> uh, that'd be an amazing twist. Um, years before Shaman came out of the scene. So, yeah, I mean, at a certain point you can just start taking other movies into your, Mm-hmm. your universe you know yeah i mean if you want to yeah mm-hmm. um somewhere in there too i think that kevin smith's view of universe i think his is related to everything i think his was like one of the first so yeah. it has to be it has its fingers in every uh, every movie franchise so every other film franchise is in its orbit yes you know? oh yeah. yeah i like that mm-hmm. idea yeah okay yeah. and the view of universe oh now i'm thinking of it as a planet but it is a universe there's something there. There's something there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. We'll enough. workshop it. <laughs> I'm tired after all the pauses on the podcast. Um, and then uh, Amanda and I watched, uh, I guess two nights ago, um, a movie called Edge of 17 with Haley Steinfeld in it um, that I'd heard about. I saw a trailer for it a while ago. And it looked really funny and uh, didn't disappoint. Um, this, also, this had a, a female director as well, like The Bad Batch, and I've been finding a lot of new female directors. And I apologize. I don't, I don't know her name or, or The Bad Batch directors either, but... Uh, I'm trying to kind of branch out a little bit more and it's um, a good female voice in there because it's about Haley Steinfeld kind of going through her 17th year and uh, the trials and tribulations that go along with that. She's kind of neurotic and um, it's she has a, a brother who's um, like a year older than she is and he's really hot and she's kind of like really dorky and her best friend since like second grade um, starts dating her brother and it kind of throws her in a mm-hmm. tailspin. And uh, it's really snarky. It's kind of in the vein of um, Mean Girls or uh, Easy oh, A. Okay. So if you like yeah. those, I would say this. It's super fucking awkward, like to the point where you get like physically like, Ugh, I don't want to watch this because it's so <laughs> awkward. Uh, yeah. Like she'll just like walk up behind a group at a party and just like stands behind them and like doesn't introduce herself. And mm. uh, and it's just like it was like I got physically like, Ugh, like I clenched up. It was so bad. Um, but it's good. I would, I would recommend it again. It was on Showtime. Um, I found that, so I don't know what other streaming services would be on, but mm-hmm. if you like, you know, easy A and that kind of thing, I would think you would like this and Haley Steinfeld, I really like as an actress and she was really good in this. Um, so I really, really dug that. Um, and it was good. Um, awesome. And then, uh, Castle Rock, the TV show on Hulu, uh, you mentioned you watched this as well. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah, we did. We actually watched all three of the available cool. episodes last night. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, it was fresh on my mind. Yeah, so this is, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, this is um, a new 
anthology. It's an anthology series. I guess each season is going to be a new kind of story, from what I've heard. Oh, but okay. uh, which is cool. But um, it it's uh, takes place in the world of Stephen King, as if everything in Stephen King is like connected as a as a universe. Uh, but it's produced by J.J. Abrams, and it's uh, it's cool, man. Like uh, I've dug it so far. I am such a binge watcher, though, that I think I'm going to stop until they release all the episodes. I am not a fan <laughs> of waiting more because I am like yeah. already like antsy for more. Uh, but what mm-hmm. what did you think? You guys think of it? Um, it was a kind of a slow burn uh-huh. uh, on that first episode, but it was setting up everything. Yeah. And then I thought episodes two and three moved the story along a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, overall, I I enjoy it. I'm honestly not picking up on all of the references. Sure. Uh, like, I don't know if the, the main characters are from uh, any of the, the novels mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I know Cujo is in there. Yeah, at point. that's cool. There's a dog out on the loose. Um, and I feel like they are fucking with us with, um, <laughs> with uh, man, what's his name? Oh, uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yes, yes. In this. Like, look, we all know he played Pennywise the Clown, yeah. which is based on it, which is Stephen King, is a Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. But he's in this as well. I know it. He's being a weirdo. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. I is, know. Are they connected? Is this Pennywise? Yeah, I is know this, it. Is this gel time Pennywise? <laughs> I, it's funny because I saw his name in the credits, but I didn't really pick up on it. And then when I saw him, it was his eyes. I was like, holy fuck, yeah. it's Pennywise. I forgot. I feel like that's the dude. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Uh, but yeah, it's fucking with me. I don't know what it's going to mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it has a, a really good cast. The, uh, the main guy... Um, is from the movie Moonlight. That's uh, what I knew him from. Uh, and he's really good in Moonlight. Um, and so I thought that was cool that okay. he's in this because uh, he's just a fucking good actor. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Sissy Spacek is his mom, which was interesting because um, she's, you know, she was in Carrie, so she has like connections to Stephen King back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, as far as I've understood, I don't think the characters in this are from anything Stephen King. They are kind of created for this world. But it is, and I, I'm not a Stephen King book fan. I'm a Stephen King like movie fan. Uh, that's what I just know him from mostly. So I'm sure there's like tons of references I'm not getting. But even the very beginning, there's like a car uh, with a bumper sticker that goes down um, that you see, and it says Shawshank Prison. And I was like, oh fuck! And then it's like yeah. it all takes place in Shawshank. And I was like, oh well, that's still cool though. Um, but there's so many connections to it that are really rad. So like Cujo, like you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and man, there was a, a part where they have to. Uh, Scott Glenn digs up a uh, mm. a dog in a suitcase. Yeah, not good. It's very very graphic. Yeah. And my wife and I were watching this as both of our dogs oh. were cuddled on top of us. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh no, yeah, I know. it's this really is, gross." Uh, this is hard to uh, hard to look at. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so far I'm I'm digging mm-hmm. it. Yeah, um, it's a cool concept for I, sure. I'm, uh, you know, on this because it's such a, it seems like such a dense show. I'm fine with just like watching an episode at a time mm-hmm. and kind of digesting it. Okay. But, um, so I'm, I'm, we're probably going to continue watching it like week to week, but, uh, um, all right, you twisted my wait, arm. Do you, <laughs> do you know how long, um, the season's? I don't know. I'm not oh. sure if it's a short one or not. Hopefully. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like 13 episodes. Yeah, that'd be good. Because uh, one of the writers on this is Mark Bernardin, who's on Fat Man on Batman, oh, uh, the cool. Kevin Smith podcast. Yeah, nice. And uh, yeah, I, I remember him uh, now saying that. I remember him saying it was uh, 13 episodes. Cool. Um, and evidently it's not like every Stephen King property because some of mm. them are um, licensed out to different studios oh, to do okay. whatever, but like the bulk of them are yeah. are part, part of it. 
Um, I don't know where it falls mm -hmm. um, within those rights, but uh, yeah. you know what? Maybe one episode he has uh, he has red hair yeah. and big shoes on. <laughs> you know? Just to get a quick shot of it. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's all we need. Absolutely. That's all we need. It'll be super, super confusing. Um, yeah. And one thing I, uh, I feel like I not just want, but I, I need to point out is that uh, Noel Fisher mm. is in this movie. Um, I can only hope that the two of you are related. Um, uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> because uh, he is a guard in this movie or in this uh, series, mm -hmm. but he's also Michelangelo from the two uh, oh. Michael Bay uh, Ninja Turtles movies. And it's, it's funny because I recognized him even though he's, <laughs> He's entirely CGI you see his, in those, you see in those eyes, films. Just like I, I was did. like, oh my God, it's Mikey. That's funny. So, is it his uh, voice? Like, what'd you, what'd you pick up on? I just know who he is. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, right I, I don't like to brag, but I, uh, I do keep track of okay. who, who plays in Ninja Turtle. So um, I, will, I will be keeping track of that. Who, who's, uh, is he the main guard that we've been following? Or is he, he is, yeah. Okay. He, he's the one that meets with, um, with Deaver. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's, he's the one who calls him initially. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I would never have expected that. Um, I like him in this role, though. I don't know anything else he's been in besides now you said that, but. I would like it if uh, he's got like a, a cop baton mm -hmm. and then he ends up like picking up another one, like his, his gun fails him. <laughs> so he's got these two cop batons. And it's like <laughs> somehow they get linked by a chain. Yeah. He's got, uh, got some nunchucks. He's like, I have the skills. Guys, can we put this in the show anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I practiced for so long, guys. <laughs> That's amazing. I always yeah. expected, I guess, the since they're all CGI, I expected them just to be like stunt guys, I guess, stuntmen. Mm -hmm. um, and he's he looks kind of like his his build is kind of like smaller. Smaller mm -hmm. frames, smaller dude. So um, yeah. it's, it's intriguing to me. I would never have expected that, uh, not knowing yeah. it. So, yeah, interesting. Cowabunga. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, jumping off of that, some, uh, some other stuff that I uh, yeah. enjoyed while I was on vacation... Um, was, uh, well, you know what, on, on the last time we went to a, uh, like a, a resort, mm -hmm. I read a lot of comics, yep. just like, just constantly reading comics. And, uh, I expected to, to read a lot more on this mm. trip, but, uh, I ended up not doing that because, uh, there was other entertainment, uh, that I was, uh, found myself consumed with. Uh, but I did read a, a couple of things. I read Justice League, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm. That's right. The two franchises crossed over in the comics. <laughs> I was wondering like a about six that. issues series. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I really liked it. I yeah, really liked okay, it. It's cool. written by Tom Taylor. Um, he nails Superman. Um, and, uh, that's kind of what I'm, that's the, the dragon I'm chasing right now mm. is a, a good, uh, Superman who's, uh, everyone's big brother, you know, mm -hmm. just a good dude. Yep. Not snapping necks, you know, not, uh. Doesn't seem hard not to do that wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not getting punched in the dick by Batman. Mm. Just, uh, just a good guy, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, he's in the series. Also the Power Rangers are in the series, the Mighty Morphin version. Mm. Um, and, uh, liked it. Yeah. Uh, probably not to everyone's taste. Um, <laughs> do they, are they together or they fight? What, how does that play out? Uh, yeah. What so in, 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 superhero comics, classically what happens is the, the heroes or group of heroes to opposing groups of heroes will fight mm -hmm. and then they will realize they're all heroes and then they'll team up and whatever. That's just the conceit. Yeah. That's what you want to see because right you want to see how these two franchises fare against one another and then they're, they're all heroes, you mm -hmm. know? So they, they all have to go up against uh, some, uh, some bad guys. So in the series, uh, Brainiac, the Superman villain, mm -hmm. ends up uh, like bottling the city of Angel Grove mm -hmm. in the Power Rangers universe. 
and uh, there's some, a little bit of back and forth, and then uh, they have to team up and try to stop both Brainiac and Lord Zed and, mm. Uh, mm. and stop those dastardly bastards. Oh, my gosh. Do they succeed? Spoilers. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's how it works. You're that's like, that's works, the yeah. conceit. We all know it's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, yep. cool. That's cool. Uh, but uh, the artwork in this uh, in this series is great as well. Uh, the next thing I read was, I was on a Power Rangers kick. Mm-hmm. I read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink, which is a series that mm-hmm. focuses on the Pink Ranger. Um, were you a, a, a watcher of the, the Power Rangers? I was, absolutely, yeah. Back in the day? Okay. Yeah. Did did you stick with it for a while? Did you mm-hmm. did you see, like, did you watch it up through, like, all the original characters leaving? I, Do you recall? Like, at least, yeah. I don't remember them even, like, I don't remember them getting replaced, so I don't know oh. if I watched it all the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I watched a lot of the original, though. That was my thing. Oh, my. Oh, my <laughs> heavens. <laughs> I have intimate uh, or, uh, uh, like, strong recollections mm-hmm. of all of that happening. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I don't then, no. I don't yeah. think I made it that far. So, so in the, the Power Rangers series, eventually, um, Kimberly leaves the show. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the other characters leave the show before that. But uh, when she leaves, uh, <laughs> since she didn't have a... Uh, contract dispute uh she was actually able to have a storyline written about her leaving okay. and uh she was a, a gymnast in the series eventually the 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 tv show um she goes on to to train for the olympics like in in uh, gymnastics because that's more important than saving the world of course so she passes the power on to another character uh, uh named Catherine, mm-hmm. who's australian oh, okay i'm just regurgitating information um, I talk about this literally all day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyways, so this series picks up from um, after she had left the team, but she eventually has, um, she's in, um, I think, France somewhere mm-hmm. uh, training for the Olympics, and her her mom and stepdad bought a, um, a property there. She goes to visit them, sees the town's overrun by, like, monsters, mm-hmm. so she has to try to get some power back to help, like, mm-hmm. kind of figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Except she's uh, not a Power Ranger anymore. The other Rangers are off-world, like, fighting some villains out in space or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, she eventually gets some of her power back, and uh, he has an upgraded costume that looks fucking badass. Cool. Um, you can't tell from the covers, but uh, holy shit, it has, like, black woven into it. Oh, it doesn't nice. have a skirt. It's just a, a, a regular badass costume. But uh, eventually, uh, Zack and Trini... Uh, also come back in the series. Awesome. They they get uh, powers from her as well. So uh, it's, a, it's a really good read. Um, and uh, yeah, oh. it's a good time. I know this cover. Uh, I don't I don't know if you showed it to me once or if I saw it at your house or something like that. I feel like I've seen that mm-hmm. before. Uh, oh, yeah, where it's like half, half Kimberly, yeah. half Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I see that suit. That's cool. That's interesting. Um, it's funny because I didn't realize there was like such a, a following, uh, you in general, uh, for like that original series um, and those people like to be like carried on like that, but that, that idea sounds really rad that they would be mm-hmm. like, oh, let's keep it going because in comic book form you can do anything. That's what's fun about comics. Yeah, that you don't have to get these actors back or like obviously like it's so many years later you couldn't, uh, you know, right. be like, oh, she's still a teenager and she's like a forty year old woman, you know, now or whatever. Uh, right. <laughs> so it didn't work, but it, it works like this. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I really like that one. Um, I'm looking at and, this. Uh, Oh yeah, see. Super cool, yeah. See? And if you notice on the uh, the black and yellow rangers, they have uh, around their diamond they have that little pink yeah, yeah. outline around it yeah. because they're borrowing power from her. 
Oh, that's um, cool. Interesting. Yeah, that was pretty badass. Yeah, right. Really on, awesome man. character designs there. Um, so man, I used to have a super crush on her. Uh, dude. Right. Yeah. Back in the day. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson. Man, she was the. Uh, oh yeah. That was like early, early childhood. Like everybody used to talk about Power Rangers after like, I remember like vividly in school, like talking about that at lunch with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember talking about like necessarily a, a crush on her or whatever, but I'm sure like all of my friends did. Uh, super, super cute chick. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let it, let us all <laughs> I know. take a minute. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> um, so, so those are... I, pretty much the, the main comics that I read. Um, do you, I was going to ask, did you read these on yeah. the beach? Um, or where, I did. Did, where do you read them and stuff? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I would, uh, take my iPad out there with me and, uh, you want to hear some, uh, first world problems. <laughs> uh, I've got, I've got these sunglasses that are, um, man. Yeah. What is it called? I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. They have like the vision uh, thing. Yes. Yeah. Like the water. Um, Oh, I was going to say where I died at the end of the movie. Um, oh. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I can't think of what uh, what it's called. Pol- polarized. I, uh, polar, yeah, 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 polarized lenses in there. Yeah. So uh, I've got my iPad like sitting like up, like um, vertical, mm-hmm. essentially how I would you would normally hold a comic, essentially. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm trying to read this this comic uh, vertically as I would a normal comic, but mm-hmm. my lenses are polarized. The only way I can get around it is to tilt my iPad on its side, read it landscape. Mm. But it uh, reduces the size of the uh, the comic page yep. as I'm reading it there, and uh, you know, that's a less than ideal experience. Absolutely, but uh, <laughs> I dug through it. <laughs> well, man, that's okay. You know, I'm glad you got you got through that that beach problem. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, first world problem Sun for sure. Beach. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I powered through, through. Yeah. somehow. I found the courage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in addition to that, I, uh, I also finally finished watching Luke Cage season two, been, uh, trying to watch an episode here and there since, uh, it came out. Um, we were out of town in Texas when it came out. Oh, so yeah. I just finished it, uh, over the, the past, uh, I guess last, last week mm-hmm. is when I finished it. But, uh, Luke Cage season two, uh, definitely a step up from season one. The first season I was a little bit disappointed yeah. by, um, some of my concerns from the first season are, addressed in season two mm-hmm. i don't want to get too too spoilery um have you seen any of i still have not luke seen cage any of the luke cage at all yeah okay but i knew that you um, didn't really like the first season that much which is weird because you like that character so much so i love the character yeah, yeah. so i'm glad yeah. that the second season was better yes yeah, yeah. definitely a, a step in the the right direction cool. um the the music in the series is still a little bit awkward the way they they have mm-hmm. it laid out but uh i i gave it a pass it seems like about halfway through they kind of found their footing with the the music and the the score um and uh didn't didn't quite bother me as much mm-hmm. uh, but uh, very much a hip-hop influence and uh, matter of fact this whole vacation had a hip-hop influence because i found myself constantly listening to legend of the wu-tang clan the greatest yeah. hits uh for the whole almost the whole duration like anytime i would put music on it was always wu-tang clan mm-hmm. um and i do have a, a passing familiarity with uh the Woo, mm-hmm. but uh, I've never really listened to that full Greatest Hits album front to back, but I probably listened to this album, this vacation, uh, maybe eight to ten times. Oh, yeah, right just, It was just constantly on. Like, I would, I normally don't um, listen to anything when I read, but I, I would just kind of put that on in, in my earbuds and turn it down a little bit mm-hmm. low, and 
uh, read about the the Pink Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <laughs> hey, you know what? It works. It works. But uh, man, what a what a great album! Um, okay, cool. I, I'd love to find some instrumentals from hmm. that that album and uh, kind of compile a, a little uh, like reading list mm-hmm. because the the music isn't um, like when I listen to hip hop, I like to have like big beats and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, this has a very like nostalgic throwbacky feel mm-hmm. uh, that is very reminiscent of of Luke Cage, and I think that's probably why I find, found myself in that mood. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, man, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, I never got into Wu, so uh, yeah. I'm curious about a greatest hits album that would help me because I wouldn't even know where to start to listen to them or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I know people love them. Uh, I just I myself I just never got into that. So yeah, uh, should I uh, read? If you're looking for the pink comic along with that is that gonna help my experience with the woo i i feel like it mm. was how they produced <laughs> the comic and and the music yeah. even though the music predates it sure, uh, sure by quite a bit um yeah absolutely okay cool that sounds like a plan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i also uh re-listened to hello nasty by the beastie boys which is the, mm. the album that has intergalactic and body moving on it uh, man, that's, oh, yeah. a, that's a great album as well. And I also uh, re-listened to, um, uh, man, I can't think of the, the full title, but it's the Run DMC mm. uh, Greatest Hits collection as well. Yeah, Damn, a lot of, a lot of great uh, old-schoolish hip-hop music uh, for, for this vacation. Yeah, that sounds which cool, Which is surprising. Though. Normally I'm a, a metal guy, but man, mm-hmm. just uh, watching Luke Cage will uh, get you in that hip-hop mood, I guess. I mean, that's cool. Um, you made me yeah. think again, though, because I've been watching all these different TV shows and movies right now, but I, I keep forgetting about revisiting that's those all those different series uh, of the mm-hmm. Marvel, like Netflix shows, because um, I still I need to see uh, Daredevil Season 2, uh, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones Season 2 out as well. I guess I skipped that yes. one. Yeah, I missed yep. that one. The uh, the, the Defenders. Uh, mm-hmm. all, I, I, I supposedly will never see Iron Fist because I don't need to, uh, <laughs> from what I hear. Uh, generally, but, um, and then, uh, yeah, the Luke Cage series as well, both of those. So I'm really behind on them, but I just keep forgetting about them. I keep forgetting to put them on. Real quick on Iron Fist. Um, I, from what I understand, Mm -hmm. they are really putting a, a strong effort into making season two better. I've heard. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fingers crossed on that one. I think that one comes out later this year as well, like September, November, something like that. Uh, whenever uh, Warner Brothers has a big property coming out, uh, they'll they'll put that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Try to> still <steal> viewers. <laughs> I saw something on Slash. I think it was in Slash one the other day. Um, they showed like a picture from the set, and he had like it looked a little more like old school, like mask and everything. And they 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 said something about him being like a little like original costume comic bookie. Uh, oh, right. Which intrigues me though, because I I don't know if they're trying to course correct as well, because I don't know mm-hmm. that character at all. So. Uh, but I know that yeah, fans in general did not respond kindly to that first series. So uh, the first we just want that one. weird like skull covering do rag. Yeah, that's what he just had. Just give it to us. That's <laughs> yeah. what we want. <laughs> yeah. Look, we've got a man in a devil costume. <laughs> we can handle it. Universe, it's fine. <laughs> we got it. It just looks badass. Uh, also on vacation, I listened to uh, a few podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. I want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, Roll to Play, uh, mm-hmm. Fat Man on Batman, the aforementioned Fat Man on Batman, caught up on some of those episodes. Nice. And um, also, Erie International, they did an episode on Gremlins 1 and 2. Ooh, I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, that that was a lot of fun to yeah. listen back to. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, awesome. Uh, like, ever since I've seen that uh, Key and Peele skit that you mentioned. <laughs> yes. That's all I can think, all I can think about. <laughs> I love that skit so much. Oh man, it is. Uh, this is actually man, in the movie. Is... <laughs> yeah, 
I can't believe that movie got made. I know. Like, oh man, how it got made. Seriously, you know? like I, I understand it got greenlit because the first one was so good. Yeah. But uh, wow, holy shit! They went off the wall. I have to imagine that that Key and Peele sketch is real. That that's how that happened. Because how else could it have happened? <laughs> yeah, that all that crazy shit got put in there, man. That's the only possible explanation yeah. for, for how it would have been done. It's like a camel. Uh, I, this was on Parks and Rec. That's why I know it. But uh, a camel is a, a horse designed by committee. Uh, <laughs> and that's how I feel Gremlins 2 is it's just like a bunch of people had their hands in the pot and they were like hey let's just throw this in there let's throw this in there and it's like a train yeah. wreck yeah it's so weird I used to like that movie when I was a kid I haven't seen it in years Gremlins yeah. 2 I've seen Gremlins but not Gremlins 2 in a long time so I, I bet because I'm so nostalgic for that that period in my life that I could probably watch it through nostalgia filled lenses mm-hmm. and and just love the shit out of it yeah that's what I'm wondering so fucking weird you know yeah Maybe maybe that'd be great, yeah. And you would just like remember all the the fun times as a kid that you watched it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I remember certain things, and I remember liking it a lot. So I'm like, maybe maybe it'll hold up for that reason, yeah, for the nostalgia <laughs> reason. Yeah. So weird though. Um. So that's pretty much everything that uh, I enjoyed while on vacation, yeah, right outside on. of uh, you know food and and uh, and beach stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, one other thing that we both watched was mm-hmm. Kevin Smith's new pilot. Hollyweed, mm-hmm. which is on Rivet TV, and um, evidently Rivet TV is taking a bunch of like pilot episodes that have been recorded and uh, or, or filmed, I mm-hmm. guess is the better word, and uh, putting that episode out there, and then the viewers can decide if they want more or not by plunking down some money for it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a cool which concept. Is a cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that idea. Um, and it's will. They said it. I'm sure how it all works. Cause I I didn't pay for it, um, but they they said it's like. If you get more people to do it, the price goes down. So it's like I don't know how much you have to pledge in the beginning, or like how yeah. that works. But it's like if you if you share it and get more people involved in it and they put more money down, it becomes cheaper for everybody. So it's a really cool mm-hmm. like it seems like a really progressive internet way to like get a, a show going, which is a really yeah. cool idea for like crowdfunding and stuff. So yeah, Just totally cool. agree. Yeah, yeah. Blackluster, <laughs> blackluster comment there. Um, so on uh, when I was catching back up on Fat Man on Batman, uh-huh. Kevin Smith had mentioned. Uh, this and uh, said mm. that it's available for streaming right now. So uh, I watched it, and uh, and I know that uh, you've been a, a fan of Kevin Smith in the past. Um, oh yeah. What did uh, what did you think of the show, Stephen? Um. So I actually, you know what? I, wait, real mm. real quick before yeah. we get into your thoughts, sure, maybe sure. we should set up like what the show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 essentially clerks in a weed store in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just there you go. There. There's the, that's pretty there's much the it. premise. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's what I had heard, and I actually think that's partly why I'm disappointed in it. In, uh, I like Clerks. Um, it's not even my favorite Kevin Smith movie, though. Like Clerks Two, mm-hmm. I think is a superior film, or at least more watchability for me. Um, and probably partly due to the era that I grew up with Kevin Smith, that I started with Mallrats and stuff, and not Clerks. But mm-hmm. um, and I kind of got to that later. Um, but I like Clerks a lot. Um, my thing with this one, um, I liked it. I like Kevin Smith still. Um, I, I'm, I dig the stuff he's putting out and the podcast and all that stuff. Even though I don't listen to him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I still like him a lot. Um, my thing with this one, mostly though, I, I just couldn't get behind it because, um, it's not really how a dispensary is run. Like, um, they basically, it's, they, it's meant to be funny and they like smoke all the time. Like when they're like trimming and they smoke when they're like at the counter. And I'm like, it's that's illegal 
Like it literally can't happen. They would get shut it, it down seems, immediately. Seems like a bad practice. Yeah. It's like when you go to a bar, if the bartender was just like doing shots. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I know that it kind of happens, but like, I don't know. It's hard for me to get behind the concept, uh, especially whenever like weed is being legalized in all these places and that's a good thing. And I, I, I like the idea of like normalizing it, but I don't like the idea of making it um, this like... It, it, he basically like is perpetuating like stoner stereotypes, which I think is the wrong way to go right now. I think we need to kind of like mm-hmm. make it more normal and be like normal people do this and not so much like, oh, there's a bunch of stoners and all they want to do is get like stoned all the time and just like joke about mm-hmm. stuff and eat Cheetos. Um, there's, there, there can be more to it than that. And I was expecting a little bit more from him because he is obviously a stoner who is very successful and yeah. has done a lot of cool projects since he became a stoner. And, um, and I'm like, I, 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 to me, like there, it could have been better and I was kind of disappointed in how it actually played out. So yeah. I liked parts um, of it, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I think I like the, uh, the acting for the most mm-hmm. part. Like we, we actually get to see Kevin act. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and I, I was kind of, I was kind of impressed with his, um, but the way he was like so casual about delivering his lines, mm-hmm. like it, it seemed believable, which yes. is something we don't typically get because most of the time when he's acting in his movies, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a, a little bit of a change of pace. And then uh-huh. also hearing like, just from listening to podcasts from him for such a long time, mm-hmm. I just, I, I kind of think of him more as a podcaster now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it shouldn't be surprising since he's worked in film for such a long time and has directed people on acting and, and, and kind of what to do and say. But, um, yeah, I, I, I for some reason I found myself impressed by I know. his ability when to you don't, just deliver lines. When you, you don't know? see him act or deliver lines specifically that yeah. often, yeah, there's something about it still that even though it's like he obviously makes sense, it doesn't really work at first. Like you just like it's not in your head that it would work. And then it's like, oh, yeah, he's really good at this. And it's like, oh, yeah. cool, yeah. But he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the writing was good. I thought his delivery of his lines was good and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, speaking of the writing, uh, one of my nitpicks about the show is, mm-hmm. like, there was only an A plot and, yeah. like, very loose. Like, there was no... <laughs> there there was, there was, might have been, like, other things happening, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, anything like, well, here's what this character's trying to accomplish on this episode. Yeah. It's just, like, here's him counting money or here's him, yeah. You know, yeah yelling at somebody or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I say but, writing, uh, I mean like dialogue. That's what yes, I was. Yeah. yeah. His dialogue is still sharp, I think, uh, mm-hmm. on there, but yeah, there's not a lot going on. Um, and I think kind of like, like when you get, uh, Muse comes on the, sh- on the scene yep. in the back alley, I feel like, um, there's something about the look of like digital medium today that it felt more like it felt more YouTube-y. But if he had shot that back in the 90s on, like, 16 millimeter, it would have, like, been like, oh, this is Kevin Smith. But it's almost, like, too clear, too crisp and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it just felt like video. And that kind of threw me out a little, a little bit, too. Um, but then I recognized when I was watching it, I was like, this is exactly what I would have gotten out of Clerks. You know, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just not sure that it, it translated that well to me to, like, a digital medium. So. Yeah. Um, man. Oh, uh, my other point that I wanted to make mm-hmm. is uh, there's a character in this series called Brent, and uh, true to life, he is in fact a dick. So <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it's carried over into uh, fiction now. Oh, excellent! Uh, it is established. Mm-hmm. All Brent. Brent is a dick, <laughs> except for our Lord and Savior Brent uh, Spiner. Yes, absolutely. Uh, may data be with you. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, Adrian Brody. Uh, was, uh, Adrian Brody. Is that who that was? Uh, Adam, Adam Brody. Brody. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
The pianist was in this. Oh, Did absolutely. you not catch him? Um, yeah. No, that was funny. I like Adam Brody, and uh, you know he has a, a small history with Kevin Smith for the last few years. Um, mm-hmm. He was in uh, Cop Out, I think, right? You know, I've never seen Cop Out. What? Never it's seen not it. That great. No. Nope. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, not one I really revisit a lot, though. But uh, yeah, I think he was in that. That might have been how they first met, and then um, I think he has been like on the podcast on something on there a few times. I feel like I had heard. He that. was definitely in Yoga Hosers. Uh, oh, okay, that's funny. Yeah, he, he was a drummer in the the girls' band. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But yeah, did did you have anything else to to say about Hollywood? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I got most of it out. Um, I, I I love Kevin Smith. I want to support him. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I liked the idea of the show, and I thought it was funny that, he, that like the way they were releasing it was cool. That it's like he tried mm-hmm. to make like this pilot's from like two years ago, and then it's funny yeah. because there's a part where he. Um, uh, gets he's thinner now, like a lot thinner since his heart attack. And yeah. he makes a he said to me like in a, in the intro to that, or maybe I heard it somewhere that he was like, yeah, we had to reshoot some stuff to like kind of make it work. And all of a sudden, I'm just like a lot thinner. And it's kind yeah. of funny how it plays out. But um, one of the disappointing things to me was um, I don't want to get through the plot in case it ruins it for anybody. But there's a, a female character that he meets, and um, she's gonna. It seems like she's gonna be like working at their dispensary, and then. At the end, it's like she's not going to be there anymore. Again, like it's yeah. a major plot point. And I wondered, was she going to be on the show in 2015? And then it didn't get picked up, and now she's doing other things. Because I really Probably. liked her as an actress. Yeah. I thought she was really yeah. funny and delivered his lines really well. And I liked them, like their banter. And I was really looking forward to that, the episode. I was like, well, if she's on it, that's cool. And at the end, she's not. And I was like, oh. So that was kind of a big part to me. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, if it's because of that, like, that gap in, in years of when they released that and now trying to get made. Uh, but I, I want to support him, and I, I've been trying to think, like, maybe it'll get better, and I would like the show. I just, so far, like, I haven't donated to this because I, I think it's doing a disservice to the propagation of, like, making uh, cannabis, like, a more, like, mainstream idea. And, yeah. um, and I'm just, like, I just don't know that I can get support of that. Like, I can support Clerks at a convenience store, a shitty convenience store for that matter, uh, being shitty to their customers because it's funny, even though yeah. I don't really support that in real life. So I, I know there's a disconnect there for me, but for this one, like at this point in time, I'm just like, you're better than this. To me, like he could have mm-hmm. done better things for that community um, than, than this or whatever. So yeah, which um, is, is fine, I guess. I, I feel like I probably got my fill of mm-hmm. what this series could offer, you know? Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to back it up either. I mean, I hope it gets funded for his sake mm-hmm. and, you know, the sake of his, his other fans. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, it was just all right. You know, there was, I, I went online again. He posted it on Twitter, like a relink, uh, the other day, a retweet of, of the link. And I went to the comments to see what people were saying. And like so many of his fans were like, I've watched this seven times. Oh, wow. And I was just like, no, uh, I, I put it on a little <laughs> bit last night because uh, I had watched it like a week ago. Uh, so before the show, I wanted to kind of get caught up again. And but I couldn't even like finish it again. Like I was like, no, I got I, I'm like with you. I got my fill. Like it wasn't funny enough to make me want to back it. It wasn't funny enough for me to rewatch it. It could get better. And I, I agree that I wish that, I hope the show gets made uh, so that I could watch it just without my money, I guess. Uh, yeah. Kind of fronting that. And then we'll see. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really my bag. So. Well, hey, speaking of bags. <laughs> Where are you going with that? Well, you know, like a, was it like a dime bag? Oh, okay. Or whatever? I, yeah. I went ball sack right away. Oh. I thought you were going to go like, speaking of oh, bags. Oh, back to the bat wing. I didn't. 
<laughs> I was like, where the transition is this? Where is he going? <laughs> That's funny. Well, um, well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I stepped on uh, you uh, wrapping it up with uh, my trying to wrap it up. I have uh, one more thing I, I didn't put on the, the script for us today because uh, I just okay. finished it last night and I forgot about it. But um, I have been reading uh, Dan Pfeiffer's uh, of Pods of America fame. I've been reading his book, Yes, We Still Can, uh, about oh, nice. his days in the Obama can- uh, campaign and then in the White House. And mm-hmm. uh, it was really cool um, to ruin one part of the book that was funny to kind of set it up. He mentions uh, this is not a history of the campaign in the White House uh, because he's not a historian. And this isn't a book about gossip of his time there because he's not an asshole, uh, which I thought was fantastic. And that's exactly it. It's really yeah. just like some anecdotes about his time. And it's kind of the idea of like how do they get – you know how, how did they get Obama who was like a, a low-known senator um, elected? And then what are the lessons we can learn from that and the Trump era – and how kind of how that also kind of morphed in the internet and Twitter and all the stuff kind of morphed in how we got to Trump and how we can, as Democrats or, or progressives, kind of win that back, win that fight back and kind of fight against Trump and Trumpism. And so yeah. it, kind of, it kind of uses the campaign and these anecdotes and stuff uh, in that kind of realm to say like – to ask some hard questions. And, and he offers a few solutions, but it's really like kind of about like let's all work together and like – try to fight against this uh, kind of bigotry and stuff. So, uh, and it was interesting. Uh, I'd highly recommend it. It's a very funny book. It was a quick read. I read it in like a few days. Um, there's no pictures. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, Brent, I'll, off, off podcast, I can recap it for you if you want. <laughs> okay. I'll yeah. draw some you things. Can make an audio version. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but it was really good. And it makes me, uh, there's a bunch of different people from the Obama era that have written books now. Uh, ben Rhodes, um, who was a speechwriter, I believe. And Alyssa Mastromonaco, who was, mm-hmm. um, like a kind of like the scheduler, I guess, of the campaign and uh, best friend of Dan Pfeiffer, and they they both have books, so I want to read those now. And uh, I kind of just really like the people from the era, and obviously the Pods of America people. So uh, yeah. just yeah, good book. I'd re- highly recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, we saw that at the airport when mm-hmm. we were uh, in Atlanta, cool, yeah. waiting several hours to uh, <laughs> see if we could get on the flight to come back to Tulsa. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah yeah that's awesome, and it uh, just came out what like. Yeah. A few weeks ago? Just a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. I have a Kindle version, um, but he also sent out uh, book plates instead of signing a book. Um, so I have oh, sure. on my Obama shelf, if I have stuff from uh, my brother Danny's time in the White House, um, he gave us all these like M&Ms, like official White House M&Ms and pictures of Obama and stuff. So I have Dan Pfeiffer's signature next to that now because I don't have a book to put it in. <laughs> Um, (laughs) you just like uh, put it on like your your kindle screen yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah, it's like a sticker on the back of my my ipad or something yeah yeah Uh, but yeah i recommend it it's cool and uh and uh definitely check out pods of america because that's always a good show so oh for sure for sure all right should we uh wrap it up we should wrap it up like we're gonna bang it (laughs) okay so (laughs) (laughs) so uh audience uh what have you thought about any of the, the trailers or any of the stuff we talked about today? Let us know. Uh, I'm very curious to see what people thought of uh, the, the movie trailers, in, uh, yeah, I know. and in particular Aquaman and Shazam, because it's going to be a different flavor for the, the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to know what you think about the Godzilla trailer, because it was incredible. Yep. <laughs> so. There you go. There's giant monsters in it. That's all we need. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, you can contact us on email, Twitter, or Instagram. So uh, email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. Um, so yeah, let us know if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, 
dog pictures, mm-hmm. uh, pop culture combat contenders. Um, and you know what? We're still waiting to see some uh, some RC photos. Oh, yeah. Out there in the wild, yeah. See a wild RC cola out there. Send it our way. Please. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know that it's working. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, be sure to follow Steven on Letterboxd and Twitter at StevenFisher22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. All right. All right, listeners. So one thing that we are going to do beginning in August is we are going to start reading a comic, at least one comic a week, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to start things off with 2017's Marvel Legacy. It's a one-shot comic series. And um, I'll post a picture of the cover of it on on our uh, Twitter and Instagram so people can find it easily. You can find it on Comixology. You can find it at your local comic shop. Uh, You might be able to find it on Amazon, um, like the actual comic itself. I'm sure they have a Kindle version there you can Mm -hmm. get it at. But uh, uh, earlier this this year, Marvel kicked off a new Avengers series, and uh, Marvel Legacy kind of uh, puts the backstory for that series in place. So... I think that'd be a fun thing for us to uh, to all read together. A bit mm-hmm. of a comic book club, if you will. Oh, fancy. So yeah, so what we'll do is just follow along on our social media. You'll see the links on there for which comic we're reading. Uh, I know it's going to be confusing at first because we're going to read this Marvel Legacy book and then a free comic book day issue. But from that point forward, we're going to be looking at just the, the newest adventure series mm-hmm. in numerical order. So hopefully it won't be too difficult to keep track yeah. of. Um, we're also going to explore, uh, later in the month of August, the Brian Michael Bendis Superman series, uh, Man of Steel. So, um, that should be available at, uh, on, on Comixology for sure. I don't know how quickly DC is going to put a collected edition together, but, uh, eh, it'll be out there yeah. <laughs> eventually. <enough. laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a, a good way to introduce people to, uh, to these characters in the comics, the, uh, the real versions of these characters. Oh, yeah. Coming in hot. <laughs> hot take. Hot take right there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll have some, uh, some other stuff for, um, for later in the month as well. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it sounds cool. Um, I'm excited about this. I was telling Brent uh, off air that uh, I've been reading a lot more now, uh, but I was like, I mean, I could totally use some comic books. And uh, so, yeah, this would be fun to kind of get into it because I like comic books. I just don't read a lot of them, so... I want yeah. to read stuff that that Brent that's Brent approved. <laughs> so it's a good well, way to start. All Ninja Turtles, all Power Rangers. Here we hey, go. Buckle I'm up. Down with both of those. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, I started following this new guy on uh, Instagram who's just like a uh, TMNT collector. So he just oh, like yeah. posts like all the different toys he finds or like posters and all this like random cool shit. I'm like, it's like really fun. <laughs> yeah. He found a um, like a little arcade system that someone built uh, to look like the old arcade game. And it was fucking rad. I oh, loved it awesome. so much. Yeah, it was super cool. But, uh, but yeah. I went to a an antique store here in in, uh, in town, and I saw that they had these loose like Ninja Turtle figures. Like they, mm-hmm. they didn't they weren't in the like original packaging, but they yeah. had a uh, a Raphael, and he had all of his weapons from back in the day. It was like fifteen bucks, oh, which nice. isn't, isn't too bad. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I I should buy this. You know, it's fifteen dollars, not not mm-hmm. too much for a uh, an, uh, a classic figure. You know. Mm-hmm. And then my next thought was like, oh, I wonder if they have Adani and Mikey and Leo. And then I was like, whoa, th- this is already getting out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard whenever there's like a group of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so I had to, uh, had to walk away, you know what? Because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's going to start a fire in me that uh, I cannot yeah. afford. So. I know it. Uh, yeah. That's okay. You, you know what? You were an adult 
and uh, mm-hmm. and you you took the the good route, but yeah. also go back and buy it, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the the other thing I was going to mention, I remember now was uh, we're right at the end of July, which uh, is right whenever we started a year ago. I know we did our fiftieth episode, but I don't know when our first episode aired. Are we? We're like right at a year, though, right? Oh yeah, we are right at an, at a year. I so happy one year. <laughs> Wait a minute. So this is episode 54. So yeah. we've done 54 episodes in 52 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how we did it? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I was just like uh, realizing I kept forgetting about it. I kept thinking about it earlier in, in July. And then I was like, oh, I'll remember to say something about that. I'll remember to say something about that. And then I got to this episode. I was like, fuck, didn't say anything at all. Didn't even mark that as a, as a good thing we did. So, You know what? Let me look it up on, on iTunes and yeah, see cool. like when that first when first episode is, is quoted. Because we recorded that in like, I think in early, in early September. Or early September, early <laughs> July. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, but uh, we we recorded before we decided to figure out like how to post the, the yeah. episode or whatever. We just wanted to start like banking yeah. shows. So oh, you know what? Episode one uh, was on August third, twenty seventeen. Is when, oh, it, wow. when it came out. Okay. So so um, we take it back. We're just around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> But we're, it'll be in between what we're airing right now, so it's kind of hard, yeah. That's Yeah, yeah. So this is so. like right before that. So this is a yeah, pre-celebration. Uh, happy one year, Brent. Hey, happy one year, Stephen. Uh, I don't have a candle, but uh, if you want to see my dick, uh, you can blow that out. <laughs> <laughs> the dick and the bat wing. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not new nicknames for us, all right? I can't accept that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that, that's fun. Um, again, I think uh, 50 episodes is good, and uh, one year of episodes is good. So we mm-hmm. have to be doing something okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, until next time, he's Brent. He's Steven. That's going to throw me off every time I try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk later. Let's do it. And the sync word, well... The sync word is Shazam. Oh, excellent. Okay. Okay, okay. So, so sync word on three. One, two, three. Shazam! Shazam. Oh, I think I need, to, I need to redo. Yours was way better than that. Okay. I didn't right. realize we were, Shazam! Yeah. All right. All right. So sync again on three, because why not? <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Shazam! Shazam. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Bunch of middle fingers to you, my friend. <laughs> Mine was Eeyore from the upcoming Christopher Robin saying Shazam. His life Naturally. not changing and then, and then him just, just falling full on into uh, mm-hmm. depression. Absolutely. I mean, he's already there, but you know. That worked really well. What is the point of Eeyore? I've never understood that. I'm not a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. Why is he depressed? Is there a reason? Well, he's got it. He constantly has a nail or a thumbtack in his ass. So that would do it. Yeah. Is it? I'm always looking for my tail. Are you sure it's not a butt plug? (laughs) Hey, it could be. Maybe he's having a good time. Maybe. Like, how progressive is Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've all been wondering. (laughs) Ironically, uh, Eeyore is Brandy's favorite Winnie the Pooh Ah, character. Interesting. Which is strange, you know.
But, I mean, uh, I used to like him too. Uh, so there's something about it, like it's kind of funny, you know, like the. Oh, oh. But I was like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why is that supposed to teach kids about depression? What was the point I, of him? I, I don't know. I don't know. He's hmm. a, just an upset donkey, stuffed donkey there. <laughs> there you, you know? go. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So um, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she's logged off. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, no, my. It's an earthquake. And then uh, let's do let's do an excited Shazam. On three. You can't contain your excitement. <laughs> You're so excited about it. Ready? All right. Super pumped up Shazam on three. I don't trust One. you. <laughs> All right. All right. One, two, three. Shazam! Shazam! Are you there? I can hear you. Hey. Hey. There. <laughs> Good Lord. What a mess. What a mess this, this is turning out to be here. I know it. Yeah, you also keep freezing with your eyes kind of going down, and you have a disappointed look in your face, like you're looking at my dick, but you're not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me feel real good inside. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> Fuck. And then it pauses, pauses yet again. This is hard. And we're paused. All set to pause. All set to pause. And then Shazam or whatever on, yeah. on three, one, two, three. Shazam! Shazam. Now that please, frustrating. please, please work. Just keep working. <laughs> the system is down. Here, let's uh, let's resync real quick. Cool. All right. So Shazam on three. Yeah. Super shitty one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Super shitty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On three. One, two, three. Shazam! Shazam. Fuck this episode, man. Oh boy. Whew. Holy fuck. We survived that one. Yeah.